Johnny, so my friend, my friend Abram, he's my co-host on the St- My Star Wars Show podcast. Good friend. Shout out to my my friend Abram. He was telling me that he got a ridiculous jet blue year wrap up. Basically, like he flies a lot, so he uh to visit his family and stuff and for other stuff. And he like Jet Blues, I think it was Jet Blue or maybe it was another airline. But anyways, his airline sent him a like here's your email for your year in review, kind of like the rap thing, like the Spotify thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, You're kidding me, right? Like that's a thing? He's like, Yeah, that's a thing. And he tells it tells him like how many miles he flew, like all this stuff. And like it's kind of ridiculous because like Nintendo has it, PlayStation has it, although PlayStation does a really good job of doing it, I think. Spotify kind of started off this whole trend of your year and like wrapped up or whatever. And it's like ridiculous because I got the email from Cinemark, which is like the theater I frequent right here at the mall. And like they sent me an email too where like, oh, like you watched Maverick like th- three times. And I actually watched it four, but one time I, I didn't do it through the app. So that's why I didn't know that. It's like you watch Maverick three times in a year, like this year, like the years like, and then it's like the stats about like, oh, like how, like how many movies you saw. I think it was like 12 or something. And then it was like, oh, here's like national average. How much popcorn pounds was consumed by the country? And like, and it's like, okay, like not, not everything, not every business model requires your year in wrapped. But like, what do you think, Johnny? What's, what's, what do you think is a good one to have? And what do you think is like a silly, stupid one to have? Like, well, first, why does it bother you? It doesn't really bother me. Like, well, I think it's just kind of silly. It's like overdone. I feel like it's kind of like, this is like the trend thing now where like, Here's your year wrapped and wrapped, and it's just like, I think part of it is I don't want to be reminded of how much time I wasted. <laughs> Partly, it's like I don't want to know how much time I wasted doing certain things. I get that part, but from a marketing point of view, it's great. Like, I mean, how many times did you were on social media and then people were showing off their Spotify listening hours, and then were saying, "Hey, this was my favorite song," so it exposes people to new songs. Like, if it's if this song is on the top. That's of true. this person's list, mm-hmm. maybe it's something that I should listen to. And I'm their friend, so I might really like this, right? And yeah. Then, and then, of course, that. it gets shared by so many people. It's I think, just like your last little bit of marketing at the end of the year. I think some of it is interesting. Like, I I really didn't pay attention to people's Spotify's, but I did pay attention to, like, their PlayStation one. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. like, who played what? And, like, it was interesting to see, like, oh, I thought I played a lot. And there's, like, people who played, like, twice or three times as much as I did. I'm like, wow. Like, I, I thought, like... Fu- I thought like six or 500 hours this year was a lot. Like I know people who have like 3000 hours or like, I'm like, wow, how is that even possible? That's like 10 hours a day or something like, like something insane, insane. I'm just like, I, that may feel like that, not as bad. I was like, oh, okay. I don't feel so bad. Like I don't have a problem compared to these people, but like some of it was just kind of silly though. Like, like, do I really care how much popcorn the country consumed this year? Like how much popcorn? Yeah. Like how many pounds of popcorn or like, um, I, some people would put up like, oh, like these are like the my top five songs, and it's like artists that like like oh, I don't even know who those people are, and like I'm just not like interested. It's like some niche niche like genre or something. It's just mm-hmm. like, I guess for Spotify it makes sense because Spotify is like the one that started the trend. And I think for PlayStation, I mean for us, for me specifically, like the PlayStation one, that's cool, that's cool. But like the airline, the movie theater, like all these other ancillary kind of like on the you know on the peripheral kind of stuff, like. Like, imagine if, like, McDonald's had that. It's like, here's how many visits you paid us this year. Like, like imagine, like, they tracked you through, like, the like an app they use, like, the coupons or whatever. And, like, 
I would not want to know, like, oh, is this how much ground beef you consumed per pound? Yeah, for a company like McDonald's, it would seem like a negative. Because people would realize, like, damn, I eat a lot. Spending too much. A lot of, like, not so great food, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That'd be, I mean, what else would be trash to get information for? I don't know. I mean, utilities kind of do that already, right? Where they send you, like, I get my electric and gas bill. And, like, they compare, like, like, this is what you spent this year during this month. And this is, like, what you spent the same time last year and that's kind of useful that is useful because that tells you like oh i'm using the the heater a little more than last year or i'm using it less this year or something like that that's i guess when it comes to utilities and stuff like that that's that's always been a thing where they tell you like this is what you spent like on a month-to-month basis just so you can dispute it if something's wrong or something mm-hmm. like that is useful but i think i don't know i just think that the airlines one and the cinemark one are just kind of like silly i think someone told me there's even like a there's like a they have one for one of the shoe stores. I don't know if it's Foot Locker or Vans. One of them has the same thing too, where like they like oh like here's all the shoes you ordered this year kind of thing. I forgot who someone told me there's like a shoe version of that too, but I don't remember which shoe retailer it is though. Like which it's just weird because I feel like you know what it is. It kind of reminds me of like the whole thing obsession with like because I do this too. Like taking pictures of your food, categorizing, cataloging everything that happens because it's like. If no, if you're, it's not captured, like, did it really happen, Johnny? If that little bit of data is not captured and displayed, did that thing actually happen or not? You know what I mean? Yeah, this is, this is kind of a separate topic, but you don't do that at all. What? You, you don't kind of get that feeling of, like, damn, what was I doing on that particular month for that particular year? Sometimes it is cool. Sometimes it is cool, like, when Facebook does the, like, oh, like, eight years ago on this day, like, you took mm-hmm. this picture of this one thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I was doing that day, huh? Like, I got the one for um eight years ago, I think, eight years ago today. No, yesterday, the 30th, because mm-hmm. today's the 31st. Yesterday, eight years ago, I went to watch some Liam Neeson movie. Yeah. And I was like... Oh no, not Liam Neeson. I'm sorry. It was the Angelina Jolie movie, Unbroken, with the where the the Olympic guy who gets captured by the Japanese during World War II. He's like the I don't know if you ever saw that movie. No. But I was like, oh yeah, I did watch that movie eight years ago, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, oh yeah, I like that movie. Like, it's like something like I think about briefly for a few seconds, and I kind of just move on. Sometimes it is a nice reminder. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I was doing. And sometimes it's kind of scary where I'm like, that was only five years ago. Like, oh no, <laughs> like. You know what I mean? That like you're like, oh, wow, like not how much has happened since that moment, kind of thing. So, I don't know. I just think it's really funny how we like encapsulate and like try to record everything. This is why I talk about my mom. I talked about this with my mom the other day. I'm like, I'm like, it kind of sucks. Like I don't have much video or or pictures from when I was a kid. But like, man, like gen- like all these kids who are being born right now. Like everything about their lives is being cataloged. And they're being able to look back at it in a way that you and I are not able to do the same thing. Because everything gets recorded. There's cameras on everything. Like, everything gets cataloged. So they're going to have, like... They're going to be able to look back on their life, like, almost completely... Up until, like, probably the moment they were born or something. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, for the kids that are being born, where you can see, like, hey, you're you're at the hospital. Your parents are at your hospital. Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting if parents are creating accounts for their children and yeah. then pass that account. Some of them have. Some of them do. Some of them do. Some parents who have the foresight to do that have done that. Where, like, they're that gonna... is kind of cool, though. That is cool. I mean, not, of course, not every every moment, but I have so many photos uh, where where it tells me, like, hey, this is what you did on this day and that day. And a lot of that stuff I don't have on social media mm-hmm. because I don't have the tendency to feel, say, like, hey, like, look how cool I am type of feeling. Right. I don't really get that. Yeah. But 
I feel like I should uh, catalog a little bit more. That's that's public. Mm, okay. Yeah, like uh, like our our cousin told me like, yeah, look, I looked you up, and you don't have that much of a footprint online. Who told you that? Uh, my our cousin Joe. Oh. And it's true. Like I have a footprint, but it's not. It's kind of like obscure. It's kind of like just all over the place, you know. Like you have an account for social media, and oh, it's not just in one place for like easy viewing. Yeah, I sort of regret that. Maybe I should have been a little more consistent with mm-hmm. like, hey, this is like stuff I've been, like we've talked about interest, right? Mm-hmm. And like we're cousins, we ch- see each other pretty frequently. Right. And I tell you things sometimes, and you're like, I didn't know you were into that because right. you don't hang out with me and and doing certain activities right? right outside the context of just visiting each other yeah 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 so all right that makes sense I, I i just thought like going back to it real quick like what is one you would want like what's something that you do do or something that you are observing about like i wish i would know like like would you want to know how much netflix you consumed in one year or how much disney plus or how much internet you used in one year like is that something you would want to know or not that's kind of no, not not that type of stuff. I mean, there's kind of an app that does that for everything, right? Like your finances. There's apps that give you your, your uh, what's it called? Your net. Like mm-hmm. your net value. Right. It tells you like you're going to be here. These are your stocks. These are dividends. These are et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like it, it tracks so much of, of your finances. And same thing with your music, your games. I mean, there's kind of apps. I think the only one I can think of that would actually find useful is for my car. Like if it told me at the end of the year, like, like this is the month you drove the most miles in or like, this is the month. That's your speedometer. I mean, not your speedometer, but your, it's not divided that way. It's not divided. Like, Oh, like here's like all 12 months laid out for you kind of thing. So you want your mileage? Yeah. Just to see what the average was per month. Like, I mean, you kind of have that on Google Maps. Do you? But that's a well. That's assuming you use Google Maps all the time to catalog to check in, though. But that's an option. If you just have your your GPS on all the time, it'll tell you even exactly where you took a photo. Real? Okay, that I do know. That I do know. The photo, the geocaching kind of thing. That yeah. I do know. I didn't know about the the usage of Google Maps. I didn't know about that because I don't always use Google Maps. Sometimes I just go to work and I know how to get there. Like, you know. Yeah, but if your GPS is on, you don't have to like really, really be on it. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds interesting. All right, that's kind of cool. That's kind that's that's kind of where my tangent was. That's what I was just that's what I was just thinking about because I'm like, yeah, it seems excessive for an airline to be like, I better I better customers really want to know what how they spent this year like flying. Like that's why your ticket is so much. They're spending it on on the app, on the analytics. Like we yeah. have like a whole department like. Uh, yeah, because I'm thinking of like all the people who got stuck with their flights canceled the last few days, and it's like, it's like they here's like a separate department that's just kind of like looking out the window, like oh, I guess that's not a glad that's not us dealing with them. Like we're just we're just coming up with the wrapped in the year kind of thing. <laughs> all right, Johnny, I can tell like this isn't really this isn't rubbing for you, so we're gonna move on, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Duo Sense Podcast. As always, I'm your host Andrew Orozco, joined by the Badger of the High Desert. The self-proclaimed lost cause, because he's always down for the cause, never down for the count, the unnecessary one, the truth himself, Johnny. What's up? Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate that. All right, guys. So we have no news for you today. Thank God for once. We're not going to be just reading data for once. We're just going to kind of freestyle slash winging it. I mean, we kind of have an idea what we're going to talk about. Johnny has his top five games of the year. I have my top five of the games of the year. 
And we're also going to talk about what we're looking forward to and do all some other cool, fun stuff. Johnny, which of those things did I say I was going to do first because I already forgot? Oh, the top five? Oh, okay. Well, we were going to do some calls because we want to... That's right. All right. Let's go ahead. So, obviously, I was going to work our way up to the... Okay. <laughs> I'm, re- so, I'm reading it to- So, this podcast is being recorded on New Year's. That's right. So, you want to make sure we call our friends and ask them what their top five is before they get occupied and tied up with all their New Year's activities. So, we're going to hit them up right now. All right. So, I was going to say, yeah, we're going to call our past guests. And I don't know if they're all going to answer. I think one for sure is going to answer. I don't know if they're all going to answer, but we're going to see if they're going to answer. So, we're going to start off with my good friend, Miko. And I'm going to call him and see if he answers here. I kind of gave him a slight heads up. Not a hard heads up, but a slight heads up. Let's see if he answers. And he's going to tell us what his top five games were for this year. Do the little phone call thingy. So what does Miko into? Is he like RTS's kind of guy? He's more of an RPG guy. No, he's more of like everything. He doesn't have a specific genre. Let's see if he answers. Hello. Miko. How's it going, buddy? Good, 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 good. Um, just uh, you got me at the time when I was eating, but I'm good. All right. So I was telling Johnny we were going to call you because we wanted to see. I'm calling like our past guests from this past year. I mean, I think you were a little bit past last year, but that's not the point. That's not the point. The point is, I wanted to see. Can you tell me what were your top five games of 2022? Even if they're not five, just give me what you got. Well, I guess the top five games that I've uh, that I can say that I play that I enjoyed this year would be probably uh, uh, I don't know this is kind of like caught me off guard too <laughs> that's kind of part of the point sort of but okay <laughs> I think uh, ironically enough the first top the top game for my top five would be the Pokemon games that came out Arceus? Uh, I know it's glitchy no not Arceus I mean actually that is one of the games that came out this year isn't it yeah it is weird huh yeah, so I, I mean, I would want to say um, Scarlet and Violet would be the first one for me. Okay, um, that's fair. Ironically, because it's it's a new, it's a very new game. In a way, like, the Pokemon uh, formula is different. I mean, there's a lot of same things, but it's very different as well, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and besides the bugs, I do enjoy it. It's, like, one of the most I've ever had fun in a Pokemon game. For sure. Right, I'm right there with uh, you. And second would be actually Pokemon Arceus, only because that one kind of introduced a whole brand new formula from it when you can just capture a bunch of Pokemon and try to um, update the Pokedex. Without, it, without so. even fighting, without even fighting. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of the great things I heard. So, uh... Oh, sorry, I somebody I guess that's number two. Uh, number three would be... Um, I want to say Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Nice. Um, Very because good. Because the storyline itself, I don't think it resonates with a lot of people because I know some people don't like how Call of Duty is becoming a yearly thing. But I guess with the way Infinity Ward approached this year's uh, Call of Duty, it was a huge step up from Vanguard and a little Agreed. bit, to me, a little bit better than Cold War. So I did really enjoy the storyline. Multiplayer is fun. Uh, there have been issues with it, as far as I know, but other than that, it's been a fun experience. A wevel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A wevel, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think four... 
that's a toughie. <clears throat> I don't really play that many new games this year, but I would have to put uh, Need for Speed Unbound as number four. Nice. Um, it's actually a pretty fun uh, next-gen game, but I would like to say next-gen because I think it only released for PS5 and uh, the Xbox Series X along with the PC. Um it's a very like different art style compared to what we're used to. Um, yeah, it has like that anime cel shaded look. Yeah, and it's actually pretty refreshing. The only downside that I have with that is the way the cops and the police are like managed. They're they're very aggressive and like it does kind of like make you aggravated as you just try to progress to the story. I mean, but cops, other than that, you know, a cab and um, all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than that, I I do enjoy like. Need for Speed again. It's like one of the first games that brought me into enjoying Need for Speed. And I guess, um, actually, <clears throat> I kind of want to replace 4 and put Gran Turismo 7 as the number 4 spot. Because I like, Ooh, you know, okay. I'm a, I like cars, and Gran Turismo 7 kind of like revitalized my love for cars. It Like cars in itself, not like modifying or anything like that, but cars in general. Um, the only downside I can think of that is that it has to be online only, and if it's not online, you might miss out on a lot of things. Um, and then I would switch Need for Speed Unbound to number five. But that will be my top five games of this year, as far as I know. It could change next year. Um, I guess the top contenders would be Mass Effect Legendary Edition, even though that, came, that game came out a little bit a few years ago. Uh, I just picked it up recently, and, and, and I've been enjoying the game so far. Uh, the only way, the only reason why I haven't put that in the top of the list is because I'm still playing the first one. <laughs> I haven't really your, finished it. Is this your first time going through the series? I've uh, actually went through it on the PS3. I'm uh, redoing it again on the PS4 just because I wanted something Bioware-ish that's not Star Wars, <laughs> and Mass Effect kind of like hit the mark when it comes when it comes to that. All right, thank you, Miko. I'm surprised you left out Vampire Survivors, but I'll, I'll I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you for that. Well, Vampire Survivors is it's not something you can technically complete, which is thing, which is the reason why I haven't really put that on the top five yet. That is not true. <laughs> you can complete stage five, and that counts. Well, I mean, yeah, if you wanted to go that way, yes. But I, I'm, a, I'm a very uh, compulsive completionist, so if I can't complete a game. Uh, within I see. a specific amount of time, I move to the next one. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Miko does 100% a lot of games he plays. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. All right. Thanks a lot, Miko. Thanks for answering, buddy. Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, of course. Well, All right. Catch you later. Thank Peace. You. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. There you go. That's Miko. That's one down, Johnny. Let's see who else we can got. Let's see. All right. We're going to call our cousin Joe, see if he answers. I don't know if he's going to, but we'll see. We'll see. Were you happy to hear Bioware? On, were you happy to hear Mass Effect on there, John? That was the main one. Bio, um, Mass Effect and Grand Theft Auto Seven. Joe, the average Joe. The average Joe. Joe, you're on the pod right now. I'm calling our past guest to see what was their top five of this past year. Wait, am I live right now? Yes, you are. Wait. Oh my gosh, I wasn't ready for this. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to thank my mom. Uh, no, okay. She did everything. Just, I want to thank 2022. I'm uh, not giving her any Steam decks, so don't don't get too excited. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, <laughs> what was the question? Wait, I don't know if you want to do either your, your favorite games of 22 or your most anticipated games of 23. Um... 
My favorite games of 22. Um, well, as you guys know, I've been a uh, well, not 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 everybody knows, but you guys. But uh, I I've kind of been uh, questioning, been, been hacking at my at my backlog. Um, so I've only really been playing like you know old stuff that I have in my calendar. Like I, I gotta say though, probably the only one that I've played that's newer, I'd say is uh, Gotham Knights. Ooh, and okay. Gotham Knights was great. Um, I loved it, and I don't care what anybody says. It's just <laughs> it's it, it's a uh, it's one of those grindy games. You know, it's a sandbox mission game, and then you just gotta grind. Um, it's a lot of fun. So uh, it looks beautiful visually. Does it? Does uh, it really? Does it really? Yeah, I, I think so. How's the frame I, I rate? How's the frame rate? Uh, the frame rate is cool for me. I mean. I, I don't. I honestly don't lose anything, and even even, even I mean, I play late night anyway, so I'm I'm kind of have to sleep sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I justify it with how much fun I have. So and okay, I have a lot fair. of fun with it. That's fair. That's you know? fair. Do you think it's um, on par with a uh, Rocksteady's Batman? What's that? Do you think it's on par with Rocksteady's Batman? No, definitely not. Definitely not. But it's a it's a good uh it's a good substitution until something else comes. Right, okay. Um, which I don't even know because, you know, we'll see what happens. We got Suicide Squad that's been, you know, on the verge of coming out forever. Um, let's see, uh, I've been playing Dragon Quest Eleven because I was trying to catch up on that. Uh, right now, guys, I'd like to say that I'm close to 200 hours on it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm at like 197, and every time I, I feel like I'm getting close, it's just like extends. <laughs> Another mission, and here's another mission, which I love, which is great. If you could just uh, put that time into Elder Ring, like you would have like platinum that game by now. I'm just, I'm just telling you. <laughs> God damn! Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but uh, I don't, I don't know. Really, uh, the other stuff I've been playing is, um, let's see, I played uh, a Streets of Rage Four, which I absolutely love. It came out what like three years ago, two years ago. I think so. <laughs> and it's uh, and wow. it's just it's so much fun. Like especially if you um, because I'm 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 I get really nostalgic for like the uh, for you know couch co-op. Yeah. Because uh, you know it was one of the better times in my life when I was a kid. You know. So, uh, all right. So, so there's a, there's you know hanging out with you guys or just being together playing video games or just fucking around. But uh, so I, that's why I love couch co-op. So street, that's why Streets of Rage Four is like so much fun because you get to play uh, with three other friends, you know, or family. Um, there have been a lot of other games that have come out recently, like the tur- the new Turtles game came out, uh, and there's like a plethora of others uh, that are fun. Treasure but, Revenge, yeah, that came out this year. That was great. Yeah, um, which I played and I passed and I platinumed. I think so that counts. Um, that counts. Um, but they, they just don't have the, it doesn't feel as rewarding as, as Streets of Rage 4 does, especially with their boss rush, um, uh, mode. It's so much fun and it's just replayable. Uh, and let's see what, uh, did you play more for two this year or no? I did play it. I haven't really, uh, I haven't beat it. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, but I did play it. It was, it looks great. Um, uh, I kind of, I enjoyed the inclusion, if you know what I mean. Like, I it, felt, 
What's that? A huevo, right? A huevo, yeah, there we go. So I really did enjoy the inclusion. I thought it felt a little more it, it felt more authentic than anything else I've I've played that has included, you know, some Latino, Hispanic, Chicano, whatever you want to call it. Um so yeah, I felt it was a little more authentic than than anything else I've played. So that was great. I agree. Yeah, I'm right I guess that's fine, right? Yeah, that works, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> like I said, guys, I haven't really been playing anything new. I, I'm I'm looking forward to anything new that's come. Well, for sure, what's coming up next year? That um, Starfield around the corner, buddy. Yeah, hopefully, you guys uh, ask me next year as well. All right. Yeah, happy I new should year, have a, I, I, I'm, I've been trying to, you know, play newer stuff, and so I could, uh, so I could uh, catch up to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for your time, guys. Of course. All right, guys. Appreciate you. All right. Enjoy your night. All right. Bye. Good night. Bye. All right. So far, we're two for two, Johnny. Two for two. All right. Let's call my friend Roll in a second, right? No. All right. Let me just find his number real quick. Oh, he's like, let's see. Let me call. Okay. Found his number. All right, let's see the answers. He's in a different time zone than the rest of us. He's over in, is it Central, Texas? He's, he's, he, was, he was a past guest earlier this year. Oh no! Oh my gosh! Hold on, Johnny. Hold you. Hold the scary stuff for Terrible. later. Oh. Hello, my boy Jr. How's it going? Doing good, man. Awesome. I'm actually uh, DJing at a uh, New Year's Eve party here at a at a arcade here in. Dallas, Texas. Oh, the the electric starship thingy. Exactly, man. That's where we're at right now. I remember the so, name, kind of. <laughs> I saw your your text and I said yes. Awesome. I can DJ later. I gotta talk to my boy. Awesome. Thank you, Jr. for joining us. So right, we're on the pod right now. We've we've you're the third person we've called. Third person who has answered. Thankfully, everybody has answered so far. So good stuff so far. So Jr. Real quick, what are your top five from 2022? Man, top five. That- even though it, this year has been a really good year for gaming, mm-hmm. um, a, lot of, a lot of good stuff. I, I think there's stuff that came out in the first of the year that I've even forgotten about, you know? For sure. Uh, but, uh, of course, if we're starting at the year, I, I definitely have to bring up Elden Ring. Because yes. I kind of started the year off. And, yes, sir. Game uh, of the year. That was an amazing game. Amazing experience, you know, just a beautiful world. Um, I, I can't say nothing. I mean, just it's just an amazing game. And then, of course, Horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, thank you. Good. Yes, because it seems like every year that game has come out, it's always had someone... <laughs> in the shadow uh, or something uh, else. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I feel bad for it. <laughs> Horizon is just a, an amazing game. And Forbidden West was fantastic. Beautiful, Gorgeous. incredible, mm-hmm. the music, the acting... Uh, the visuals, everything was just in- insane. Yeah. Um, now, now we're getting a DLC. I enjoyed Stray. Mm-hmm. Stray was a fun game. I, you know, it's like Stray was cool. when we saw Stray was it. Cute game, right? Johnny Stray, Stray was here. Yeah, yeah. Stray was. You know, I enjoyed it. It was cool. I mean, is a game of the year material? Probably not, but <laughs> I still enjoyed the environment, and I, I still enjoyed just my time that I had with it. For um, sure. You know, the fact that I I'm even talking about it right now, it's kind of tells you it's like okay it, it, it you know it left an impact place <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know um 
And then let, let's see here. Um, I'm going to throw out a game that probably no one's even talked about, and it's Atari 50. And Ooh, okay. Uh, I, I, for me, it all started with Pong, you know, being 51 years old and, uh, you know, here we are in, celebrating 50 years of Atari. That did come so, out. That was, was that just, was this, this month or November? It was November is okay. when it came out. So for those who don't know, uh, Atari 50 is basically just a collection of like, was it the, is it the top 50 Atari games? Is that what it is? Is it a collection? No, it, it's not even the top 50. There's over a hundred games. Bro. And, uh, what it all really, what it is, is, uh, Oh, it's the 50th in, anniversary then, right? Yeah, it's okay, like a it's nice. like a museum, bro. It's like a interactive museum that goes all the way back even before Pong and shows you artwork and video footage of just interviews of just a lot of people like uh Cliffy B and uh, Ernest Klein and just a whole bunch of people that worked with Atari back then. It's just a, it's just a fun thing that you're you're not only just walking through this museum of just incredible games, but you're actually playing them. And then they have some, um, some games that they've redone and kind of updated. Bro, it looks so good and so beautiful. It was just a, for me, it was just a great experience, you know, to be back to my childhood of where it all began for me. And, you know, and all these years later, and to see where we are today, I mean, it's like, hello, look, we got, games like Callisto Protocol and you know and I mean it's just it's just crazy that it all started with these little blocks you know mm-hmm. um which I love that the new God of War Ragnarok was amazing Absolutely. um just epic and of course if, honestly I'm gonna throw in just a, two games real fast go ahead please go ahead these are these are just games that I've enjoyed with my friends, and I know a lot of people are you know are down on these games, but I, I could care less. I've just enjoyed it because you know those those moments with my friends of laughter and just uh, throwing our controllers because we got so angry or whatnot. But Fortnite yeah. and the Division Two are two games that have brought me closer to some friends uh, that you know. Um, it just it just it just means a lot to me, and I, I think that's what gaming's all about, dude. I mean, it, it brought you and I together, you know. Right. Jo- Johnny's and a huge Fortnite fan, so he's no, so he's no. he's grinning it's, right now. It's a love hate relationship, yeah, dude. I, you know, I mean, and I just I'm I'm amazed by a game that can change drastically week by week, and just keep something fresh and something new. It's like we're at that stage where we're not playing the same old games. You know, it's like, it's a constant change. And I think that's a beautiful thing about gaming, whether you like it or not. I, I really don't care. It's like, <laughs> I think it's important for us just to, just to celebrate where we are today in gaming, you know, and Absolutely. To where a game could come out and it could be the crappiest game. But two years later, man, you're playing the game that they were wanting it to be. And I think that's, I think it's just insane. No Man's like, Sky, Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, uh, I mean, we can name so many games. Battlefront two, I think even. Yeah, dude. I mean, and um, I saw that. Like, um, for Destiny. instance, let's say um, Destiny. Cyberpunk. 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 Yeah. yeah, dude. When that game came out, it was a lot of people were downing it. But dude, Johnny, look at it now. It's it's an amazing game that people are raving about. Um, you know. So No Man's Sky, oh my gosh, when that came out, that was a joke. People were making memes about it. And now, <laughs> dude, that that company just stuck to their their word and, and 
and put their heart into it. And I think that's an important thing that we need to remember is there's men and women that are working hours upon hours to make these games for us. And, you know, some of these companies are being pushed to do it quick and put it out. And it's not the developer's fault or anyone. But then, you know, they continue to put their heart and soul into it to make these games that we, we so love to play. And so, I don't know. That's that's my five, I think. That's, <laughs> I can't even count. That's I'm your excited. seven, but that's okay. That's okay. I'll, I'll run with that. We, we appreciate that, JR. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> And of course, but, every, check out Jr. Of course, uh, Studio One One Three Eight on Twitch, right? And got you still got the yeah. Channel Three podcast. It's Channel been a while. Three, it's yeah, been a while. I got some new things coming down the line, but um, just been trying to perfect it and get things better, you know. But man, I, I love you guys. I love y'all's podcast. I, I listen to y'all weekly, and uh, it's an honor that we, I get to end the year with you guys. And uh, I'm I'm excited to see what Twenty Three is going to do for for you guys. Thank you, Jr. That's Thank beautiful. You. Thanks, man. We really appreciate that. I'll let you. I'll let you get back here to your DJ set now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I got to get back in there. <laughs> right. Take care, man. But thank you, guys. No, you're right. All right. See. Peace. 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 All right. So there we go, Johnny. Three for three. All. All three of our past guests. All three answered. We. All of us gave us satisfactory answers. That went better than I thought. I. It, I, th- I thought it would. I honestly thought Actually, at least yeah. I thought at least one of them would just not answer, it would just ring forever. So, what do you think about our guests, Ryan? What do you think about their answers? Especially, I saw you. You heard Fortnite. I saw your face kind of change a little bit. Well, I said that for a lot of games. I mean, Fortnite. I I get what he's saying. I said it's a love hate relationship. How it changes every week or whatever, or every month. Well, it doesn't change that frequently, but it does. Yeah. I mean, compared to other games that are like. Just kind of stay all right. I mean, there's no more snobby shores. That was my favorite place to stop at. Snobby shores. What is that? That was one of the areas in the, like the original game Fortnite. I didn't. I didn't play. The you didn't play stuff like that. That was like. That was like four years ago. Yeah, yeah. That was like before the four or five years ago when the purple block dropped into the lake. Is that because I I played a few rounds because I had uh, coworkers right there like, uh-huh. hey John, we could. Uh, get up on this uh on this game and we could just chat and we talk about you know work drama whatever right, right, right. etc yeah so i joined them way back then but i wasn't like into it because of course there was a learning curve mm-hmm. and it was all kitty and stuff right but do you like, remember when the purple or, block was making its way to the lake yeah it, that you, was when snobby shores was still around you would, when... you would go to the lake and then when you jumped in the lake you would just bounce around yeah 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 i do re- recall that so that's snobby shores that was my favorite place to land because no one would land there and there was always a lot of loot like in these like they're like little mansions mini the little mansions. islands yeah the floating islands no they weren't floating they were like mini mansions off the coast okay but they were like up they were like in the northern west section of the map, and people would get like they would they would just jump out way before the bus got there. Mm-hmm. So it was always a good spot to find like good loot. But anyways, that was back in the day, back in the day. So um, so of course, thanks to all of our past uh, guests for giving in their five. Johnny, are you ready to share with us now your personal top five of twenty twenty two? Yeah, actually no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Johnny. Give us what you got. All right. Tell us why for each one, please, also. Why? Okay. Um, Starting from the lowest to the highest. All right, so I need to clarify a little something. Uh, there was a little bit of miscommunication, and Andrew was asking for the top five for 2022. I had the receipts. I wanted the top five anticipated games for 23. I have the receipts. It clearly says of 2022. And he, like, okay. He he, he's, he's correct. Okay. So, anyways, uh, I forgot my fifth one. But my fourth one right here is Mortal Kombat. 
uh, Mortal Kombat XL. Just play this game. It takes, I don't know, like the story, you can beat it in a day. Um, Was that this year? No, I bought this game oh. maybe two or three years ago. Something oh. like that. And I didn't touch it because I started playing it. And the story was just fucking dog water. It was trash. And so I just let it go. I maybe beat uh, the first two and then I just dropped it. And then so recently, I forgot I had it. And there was Mortal Kombat 11 on sale, right? So I was like, uh, I don't know if I want this, but it looks really fucking good. So I already had X to get an idea of like, do I want 11 or not? So I started playing Mortal Kombat. Uh, I enjoy the game. I just don't think it's worth a purchase like right after, right? Okay. And a lot of people say like, hey, the combat is better in, on X, XL than 11. But 11 just looks so pretty. Is this the one that has like where it's like a mode that just teaches you how to do your straight combos like all the way through? So this one or no? Um, that's a practice. That's but like where it's just a string of button presses. Is it that one or no? Oh, I don't know. No, don't know. okay. I mean, I I went to the practice section and Oops. then I just I just check what uh what combination I want and then I just go back into the game, right? Okay. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite character to play as? There is. Oh man, I was gonna write this portion down. I uh, so my favorite characters during the storyline. Because I've gone online, except that, that online, it takes a little bit too much time to find a match, you know? Mm-hmm. And the matches are short. It's only, like, you get two wins. <laughs> Ten and... minutes of waiting for a two-minute match like that. Yeah, yeah, that's how you So, uh, there's... During the story, of course, you get to know a few characters. You don't get to know all of them. Like, you don't get to check the ones for the DLC. I really like Raiden. Raiden is badass. I love his, uh, his awkward, like push forward in, in midair and yeah. then you push them all, all the way across the map. <laughs> That's a classic move, yeah, yeah. I like that, dude. I like uh, Cassie Cage is awesome. Okay, she's, she's a, very, she's super quick. Her moveset is dope. Then I got... She's a, that's Johnny Cage's and Sonya Blade's daughter, right, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. Sonya Blade is pretty good, too, but she's not as good as Cassie. Okay. And then we got uh, we have... the one I really liked from what I played of this game before is um, I forget his name but he's the one who used to be Sub-Zero before but now he's like this dark dude with chains I can't he's like splits himself or something I can't remember his name chains. yeah I think is it um Smoke no it's not Smoke He's he used to be Sub-Zero when he was alive and then he got killed and he comes back reanimated as like he's like the he's like another of the ninjas but he's like all black though are you talking about the same game I hope it's the same one. I'm not even sure now. It's one of the most recent Mortal Kombat games. That's probably X, which is okay. the one I have. XO. Okay. Uh, that's actually, I think one of the. I think we're talking about the same guy. This dude also has chains, but he he's got two of them and uses them like whips. Yeah. He's awesome. He's he, like all black, right? Like all gray or black or whatever. Yeah, he's good for like crowd control type of thing, right? If you want to keep your distance, he's good for that. Versus, yeah, zoning. Yeah. So he's legit. I can't remember. I think it's smoke. Is it smoke or no? I don't think so. Okay, I can't remember his name. Um, and then my second favorite from the top top of the list is gonna be uh, Devora. Devora's badass. Have you seen her? Is that the one with like she has more than two hands, two arms? Well, she's got like a she's the bug eyed uh, character. She's one of the main antagonists. Oh, never mind. They yeah, she's got like. They're arms, but they're like uh, like scorpion tail type of things. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so she's got that, and then she's got like two little tiny wings. She's great. I like her. Her voice is cool. Her design is awesome. Her combat is, is amazing. 
But the top one, which was surprising, I thought it was going to be clunky, is actually um, is Alien. Is he called Alien? It's Alien. That's his name? No, 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 no. Oh. It's Alien from... Oh, from the Alien franchise. Yes, from the oh, franchise. Oh, okay, okay. So you got Alien. I think you have Leatherface. Noob Cybot. That's Noob what I'm thinking Cybot. Of. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I think he's dope, but in the older ones. He's not in XL? I'll take your word for it. Okay. There's a robot in there. Cyborg. I think it's called Cyborg or something. Um, the game I had played before this Mortal Kombat was actually uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon. That came out in 2006. Ooh, that's an old one, yeah. So, now that I play this, I enjoy it. I'm back into Mortal Kombat, but I don't know if I should get 11. But we'll see. And then, okay, moving up from the list. The next one is Stray. Absolutely adore Stray. It's uh, Okay, apparently Noob Saibot is DLC for Mortal Kombat 11, so he's not in there automatically. So that explains why you're... That's weird. Yeah. Because he's like... He's an original character. Yeah, some of the characters not... some of the characters are not included in the game. That's weird. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Johnny. I didn't mean to interrupt. So, so Adora Stray, it's definitely up my alley. It's got that uh, dystopian, sci-fi, cyberpunkish feel. Without it's... without feeling too, like, creepy or unnerving, it's like kind of like... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's like... It, it, I agree with you because, I mean, I, I like Stray a lot. It's not my top five, but I like it a lot. It has, like, the kind of like quirky hipster kind of apocalyptic vibe i don't know about hipster well because you have people with like they have like the like the rice hats like the the raiden looking like hats and then you have people who are kind of just like they have like a nightclub there's like people who are gardening oh there are those you like know what I mean? with the puffy vest yeah like yeah. it's like a it's not like a doom and gloom apocalypse it's like a, these robots are making the best of it kind of apocalypse well the underlying the underlying like story of it is pretty fucking dark sure yeah i mean that, that face value but once you like dig in and stuff yeah yeah uh the ending is great um i like at the very end it tells you like hey there might be a part two it's something you won't really notice you know i didn't notice that you have to linger right at the very end mm-hmm. and uh yeah hopefully there's part two who knew it'd be so much fun be. being a cat yeah and the mechanics are so easy right the scratching, the jumping. I like how the game telegraphs where you're gonna, if you jump, like it tells you like exactly where you're gonna land. So Does, not, not to, because without that, it'd be a very, it'd be like a fr- exercise in frustration if you didn't know exactly where you were gonna land. You know what it's really good at? It's got Resident Evil type mechanics. It's like I found this. I gotta go to this guy and buy this thing. Mm-hmm. I gotta trade and I gotta come back into this area to access this door. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so the pacing is good. The puzzles are good. Uh, yeah. Definitely looking forward to part two. If there's ever a part two. <laughs> and if. then this I this is weird for me. God of War was actually my second favorite game. What? Yeah, I knew I knew that you were gonna what? say What? No. Okay, okay. I mean I must mean okay, I think I know what number one is. Okay, go ahead. Alright, so God of War. See, when I played God of War, I was like, this is a top. This is my top game for game of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it still is. It's I feel like it's the most polished story-wise. Uh, the layers of combat are nuts. I love games where you have to use absolutely like all the buttons, and then you have to exercise like all your fucking brain power goes into this game, right? Like you can't have any fucking distractions. 
and oh it's about god of war right yeah god yeah, of war yeah, yeah, yeah. aesthetically right. it's it's all polished the facial animations you can also just gear. wait a few seconds they'll tell you the answer too what do you mean <laughs> like that your 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 aides or whoever's with you will tell you the answer after a while oh for the Won't puzzles you? yeah <laughs> uh yeah a little bit too soon but that but that's fine <laughs> minor card for me sure uh the weapons are fucking great right yeah i, I guess we could talk about it now the the fucking spear is is the bee's knees right the bee's knees yeah um so god of war i absolutely like it and horizon that's my 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 top game no, i figured it's I figured. weird it's weird like god of the war is game of the year god but of horizon, the war god of the war god of <laughs> god of war god of war is my my game of the year but horizon just holds a special place in me again because it's a heavy sci-fi game like the themes are are very like far out into the future that's just that's just totally me. And the thing is, um, God of War has a ton of things to do, as does Horizon. But when I beat Horizon, I was like, like, give me fucking more. Like, yeah. I, I was like, I I was on the, um, I, I was flying around on the pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where's the fucking action? And I'm, I'm like, I, I'm done with finding every little relic, every mission. I've, I've fucking slaughtered all the beasts. And I'm still flying around, like, wondering, like, am I missing something? Can I discover more secrets? And there was absolutely nothing left to do. But I was I was just in there just trying to discover more, right? So that's it. That's my 22 list. Perfect. All right, Johnny. Thank you. That's – we have more in common and alignment than I thought we would because I, I really thought – okay, so let me just get into it. So – uh, I mean, there's a lot of games I love from this year. I, I completed 41 different games just this year alone. So 32 last year, so I'm up nine this year. And we'll see if that trend will continue with 2023. But for my, my number five, of course, I've been talking about this since last time, is uh, Vampire Survivors. That's my number five. Okay. Very simple execution. Such an addicting game. I absolutely love it. I talked about it last week. I wasn't sure if it was going to be my top five or maybe my sixth one, but like... Looking at my list overall of all the games I played this year, like, like everything that's above it deserves to be above it. Everything that's below it, I really do feel it deserves to be below it. But like Vampire Survivors, such a fantastic game, so simple execution. You're just you're just moving around the screen, auto attacking, and you're just racking up those numbers. You're just like keeping waves of waves of enemies at bay, powering your character up, improving like the damage you're doing, the movement speed, and then when you inevitably die, like you get to carry over gold that you you know put back into permanent upgrades and then you do the run all over again and like the whole game can i mean you could play beat quote beat the game quote end quote in like a day like you heard my friend miko was talking about like he's like well like that's not really a game you can complete and and to a point he is correct because there's so much like extra stuff after the main game Mm -hmm. where there's like challenge and bonus levels and those kind of just keep going forever like there is a endless mode like after you beat the game you can go back and do endless mode where it just keeps going forever and ever until you eventually die but that depends on you when you decide to die i guess so but it's it's simple execution i know i said that thir- that's the third time i said that today but it really deserves to be on here it's it's like a very 2d very plain looking like not very visually impressive but there is something addictive by its nature and I, we talked about this last time about how like the creator used to work in casino technology and stuff mm-hmm. and like he knows how bright flashing lights and big numbers get people excited. And that's exactly what Vampire Survivors does for me. So that's my number five. My number four is Marvel's Midnight Suns. Because I absolutely adored this game. This is a game where you create your own character. 
you just drop them, plop them right into the not the MCU because that has nothing to do with the movies. What but did you create? It's just a female character, a female hunter. There's nothing more like you can't make something like super tuned to Andrew. What do you mean? Yeah, like you can make a male one, yeah. Yeah, but is there something that makes your character like oh only Andrew would make that character? No, I mean, I mean, you can change like how they look in terms of yeah. hairstyles and like voice and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like you can do that kind of stuff, but like. For example, like your move set, you can customize your move set to like your specifications, like of what you kind of like. You don't really borrow abilities from other characters. Like you have your own unique move set, which is just like a variation. We have like yeah, like an energy whip, and you have like swords. So that's like everybody who plays the game has those as your like your main weapons. Mm-hmm. But what you can do with the energy whip, like you can like grab people and lasso them and like toss them into like explosive barrels or something, or yeah. like. You do this thing where like you split into four versions of yourself, and then you all converge on one enemy as your super attack. Like, it, your character has like a very weird power set that's only unique to them, to whoever's playing the game. So, um, but like how it drops you into like between the Midnight Suns and the Avengers, and then there's like drama that plays out between them, and you have like those social links, kind of like in Persona, but like. Like, you can, like, improve your relationship with, like, Tony Stark and, like, he'll, like, tell, like, that'll then improve the combat where, like, oh, now, like, certain attacks that Iron Man does, like, cost, like, less energy to use or whatever because of your strong friendship or something like that. So, it has, like, the social links of, like, um, Persona or you said, like, of XCOM, right? You mentioned how XCOM kind of has something similar where, like, your relationships to certain characters, like, translates to buffs on the battlefield kind of stuff. Yeah, if one of your characters dies and you're connected, your other one will, like, panic. They'll run. They'll skip a turn. Oh, okay. So it affects on that well. I'm telling you. It's great. Dude. Here, like, if you get injured or, like, if one of your characters dies, like, they're, like, out for the next few matches. Like, they have to recover, like, in the medical ward kind of thing. They don't permanently die because, they're you know, they're part of the story. Yeah. But, like, oh, like, Iron Man, like, got knocked out. You revived him, and he got knocked out again in the same round. Like, oh, he's going to be in the med bay for, like, longer than usual kind of thing. So, like, you'll put him, like, in a sauna, and, like, you can you can buy, like, an upgrade that reduces the how long it takes for them to get healed. Like, instead of three matches, it's now two, or instead of two, it's just one now. So, like, and then, like, if you don't answer certain things correctly, you actually lose, like, your fate, you're standing with them. Like, if they think, you're, like, you're being, like, overly harsh, or, like, you're being joking in a serious situation. Like, Captain America does not like jokes, I'll tell you that. He does not, like... He is very serious. He's uptight. He's very uptight. And then Iron Man's he, like, if you give him a sarcastic answer, he loves sarcastic answers. Like he's a, cause he's a, that's what his personality is, right? So, and then Spider Man loves sarcasm and like funny jokes. When he's really like, serious with him, he kind of gets like bummed out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. So you're like getting to know these Marvel characters in a way that like you really don't like in any other Marvel game I've ever played. Like the Avengers game from Crystal Dynamics. Like no, like that game. Oh damn, it's horrible. And like Iron, like, I'm sorry, and like Spider Man, like like Insomniac Spider Man, like you, you're too serious, you're too busy playing the game to actually have moments of like levi- levity, you know what I mean? To like really get to know Peter Parker, like you don't have time for that. We got you got New York City to save, kind of thing, right? So Midnight Suns, it's a, it's also like a tactical card game. Like you're moving units around, you're using you're shuffling cards, using cards to like attack and also like heal, but also like power up or set up traps, like. This game is so well done from, like, a voice acting. The only thing that's wrong with the game, and it's very confusing, is that the graphics look like PS3 graphics. Even though it's only on PS5, you can't even play it on PS4 yet. The graphics are not at all visually impressive in any way. They're kind of just, like, it's like a, it looks, like, very bland. Trailers I've seen look pretty great. 
the trailers might look great, but I'm saying like when you're when like you're in a cutscene, like when you're just talking, like let's say you're out, like you're hanging out with Spider-Man, whatever, like you realize like like when you look at Blade, like Blade's one like one of the characters. If you look at Blade, like there is like no detail on his face, no detail on his like armor or clothing. You mean textures? Yeah, there's like no textures really. It's kind of just bland looking. All right. But you only really notice it when you're like talking to somebody. If you're like in the combat or playing like a, a gameplay combat wise, like you really you can't tell really. It's just when you see them up close where you're like, oh yeah, there's like no definition or depth to the face or anything. Everything looks like the same. Like they all, they all look like they're wearing plastic. Kind of. Not leather, not yeah. cloth. Yes, not. that's a good example. Yeah, there's like not really, t- there's no like hairs, defined hairs or whatever. It's right. like, it, it really looks like last gen, last gen. So that's my one complaint. But other than that, it's a good game. It took me about 40 hours from the main story. Mm-hmm. You can probably do it in less if I just did a lot of the side stuff, but... I absolutely loved it. Um, my number three, of course, is God of War Ragnarok. We kind of, you talked about it. I'm just going to add a little bit more. Um, wow. Talk about like a huge improvement over the original because I do not care that much for the original. I played it just so I could say I played it. I played the uh, 2018 God of War back in October, I think. Completed it in early November just in time to get into Ragnarok. Ragnarok addresses every major complaint I have of the original. The... Although the music was already good, the music still is pretty good. Um, I have no complaints about the music. Graphics, obviously, oh my god, looks phenomenal on PS5. Gorgeous game. Oh, photo mode, it looks great too. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, Atreus, not annoying. Even when he is annoying, it's justified. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. I, I feel like I really don't like Atreus in the first game. Here, as he as he kind of comes into his own and he gets to like be away from Kratos. Like, I think he, I, he develops a lot more as a character on his own than he does when he's just with Kratos. His The way he handles, I really thought I was going to hate how he handles, but he is so much fun to use. Like, he is. He's quick. His his speediness, his magic, like, everything feels good. Like, you don't want a character that feels inferior to your main character because then when you play as an inferior character, it's like, I'm not enjoying this. But, like, it's a different moveset. Like, Kratos is the brute. He's the tank. He's heavy. He's, like, the weapon variety. But Atreus is, like... he. If I could compare it, it's kind of like rock, paper, scissors, where Kratos is a rock, Atreus is a scissors in a way. That makes kind of sense. Yeah. Where like he, he's snappy, he's quick, his his uh, magic moves are his shielded. Everything is really dope that he does. I appreciate it. Um, the story, way more engaging. Obviously, the first one, 2018, has to kind of set up everything. You have to set up the characters. You have to introduce Baldur the conflict. Baldur was a great character, though. Baldur was cool, but I think Thor has more depth than Baldur. Because Baldur is kind of just like, I'm just trying to do this thing for the rest of, for, I'm just pursuing you for reasons that are not entirely known until the very end. I think he's maybe just a notch above, above Baldur, but the performance for Baldur at the end is great, dude. Baldur is more fun, I guess, than any of the other Norse gods. He's like, he feels more of a threat in the way that the other ones don't, I think. True. But I think Thor, seeing the complications of how, what his home life is like, dealing with, he's always drunk. Meeting that, his daughter, meeting his wife, like that's also a really good point. Uh, Thor is is always drunk. He could be a lot more, but since he's drunk all the time, he's just like, like fuck, I gotta do this shit again. Mm-hmm. That type of deal, right? Yeah. So when you actually fight him, it's not like the Thor that, like the the myth that people would talk about. Right. He's not like the MCU's Thor or something. Yeah. But also, like I like the moments where you do get to know him. Like, like spoilers. Like when you go on that mission to to. Um, uh, I forget the one where Surtur's from. Vanaheim? No. Oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, Helheim? Is Helheim. Is it I'm Helheim? pretty sure it's Helheim, yeah. Isn't Helheim the icy one? Maybe it is. I don't know. When you Could go right? to where, uh, wherever Surtur's mm-hmm. from, the fireplace, 
And you're going with Thrude and Atreus? Or no, Thrude doesn't go with you that time. I recall, I just don't remember the place. Yeah. It's one of the Himes, basically. (laughs) One of the realms. And you go there and you kind of like, he kind of, like, he doesn't really like Atreus, but you kind of kind of see like a little, there's moments where there's like cracks in his armor, so to speak, where he kind of reveals how he feels about Odin, how he feels about his home life. Like, like, it's just the characterization of the, I mean, they even have an entire arc for, what's his name? Uh, the blue troll, the blue, the blue guy who helps, um, uh, I forgot his name. Why can't Brock? That whole thing with him, like with the mermaid and the not being able to hear, and like when he blesses the yeah, the the sphere and everything, like yeah. every everybody in this game gets their moment to kind of be more than just side characters. Well, even like the side side characters are pretty well developed. Like Throat, uh right, right. Thrud's, uh daughter, yeah, she gets plenty of exposition. I like her because she kind of serves as like her and I can never pronounce her name Angbador Angbadora. Angaboda. Uh, Angaboda, thank you. How they're like the two kind of like the parallels kind of to Atreus. Like they're like like here's the the Norse god one and here's like the giant one. And how they kinda just introduce Atreus to be more than just what he is. Like there's like this whole other all other other like segment of society where it, like this is what it'd be like if Atreus like stuck with the Norse gods. They're like, or here's Atreus if he had stuck as a giant, like there's so much more depth to characters than we get in the 20s. Dude, I love Anger Boda's chapter. Like, her chapter doesn't have all the... People are hating on it, right? It's I a don't, little bit slow. It but is. that chapter has the most sentimental value to yes. me. Yes. I don't but, like the gameplay sections, but uh, I like the character moments. Yeah, like, when they're all together, they're riding around. Mm-hmm. I love her style of magic, because her magic is based on, like, pigments. Right? Oh, it's more like it's like poof, like colored gas. Yeah, because she's smoke. an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that section, and then towards the end when it starts to wrap up, I'm like, I don't want to leave this round. It reminds me of like those fireworks that have like changing gas colors kind of thing. You seen those fireworks like the gas comes out like smoke bombs they change color kind of thing. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, her chapter is just awesome, dude. And then I just like it the way it wraps up at the end when you realize like, damn, this girl has so much responsibility with all the little marbles. Mm-hmm. We got that dope squirrel with the eye patch. He he's awesome. I love I love that squirrel. That's funny. I can't remember. I wish I, there was more of him. I can never remember their names because they're so hard to pronounce. But yeah, uh, when they were developing it, they they were really trying to cut him out. But uh, mm. the head was like, no, nah, we gotta we gotta keep him in. The mirror. He was so different. No, the squirrel. You said the head. No, 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 not the head. The I forgot his name. The oh, Corey. No, not Corey. It's not Corey. He's making this game. Oh, oh, the other guy. It's like is it Sam something or something? No, the but, other guy who's underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. I thought you talking, we said the head. I thought you talking about Mimir because it's I, literally because he's literally just a head. Yeah. <laughs> but Mimir, oh, Mimir's like the he's like your he's like your rock. Mimir's like always there for you, like no matter what's going on. Like Mimir is like he's true. like the, he's like your Jiminy Cricket. He's like your true north. Like like if you don't know if like is Kratos someone who's right? Is Atreus someone? Who's right? And Mimir's like no. Like I'll tell you who's right. He's the smartest man. He's got the most wisdom. In mm-hmm. the realm, he's like the one person. Like, like I don't know what to do. We need to find out what he's thinking. Like, what's what do we do? Like, what do we do? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I babble enough about God of War Ragnarok, but it it really is like a it just sm- leagues better than the 2018 one. Which thank God, like everything's better. I still have the same complaint though, where I feel like we don't get enough unique bosses. We get more than the 2018 one for sure. I agree. Like the Nidhogg and um, um, Idris Elba's character in MCU, Heimdall. And, like, other ones and stuff like that. But I wish just, like, two more. Like, 
Why won't why I, don't let me fight Surger? You know, like introduce like let me have like other cool fights. I agree with you, but like I said before, I think that's just the nature of being restricted by the by the Norse mythology. Sure. Like there's only so many bosses. You can't just bring in some random ass dude that has nothing to do with the story. We never even got to fight the world serpent, Johnny. That would have been cool. Yeah, but that's a it doesn't make, I know it doesn't make games. sense. I know it doesn't make sense, but just think like, oh, he's mad at us for something more. I don't know. And then we get over it or something. I don't know. Like, what would you throw in there? Fenrir. Well, Fenrir feels like underutilized because Fenrir's supposed to be a big deal in Norse mythology. And he's just kind of just there. He's not really doing anything. He's dead for like half the game. And then like when he's and he shows up, he's like, doesn't really do anything. Fenrir is a big part of Norse mythology. He's kind of just. I think he's going to be in the next one. I think that's No, why. they're done with Norse mythology. Remember no, names? but they're not done with all the characters. We'll see. Uh, So, yeah. Gameplay-wise, way more weapon variety. Thank God we start off with the Blades of Chaos right away because I hate the Leviathan Axe. That is not fun to use, in my opinion. That was my major gripe with the first one. When I finally got the Blades of Chaos, I'm like, okay, this game is fun to play now. Thank God we had the Blades, the Javelin, the Sphere, whatever you want to call it. It's a lot of fun, too. Leviathan Axe is still the not the weakest in terms of strength, but just the weakest in terms of a variety of weapons. And so, yeah. God of War, Ragnarok, awesome, awesome. Glad it won so many awards. But just like the Game Awards, it is not my number one, Johnny. Number two is Horizon Forbidden West. I think it's no secret that I like this more than Ragnarok. Horizon, for all the reasons you already mentioned, the rich color palette. Aloy is kind of just Aloy. I don't think she's that strong of a character. But everything around her in the game in terms of... I'm a sucker for seeing like familiar locations in a post-apocalyptic setting. I love seeing... like When we see the... What's that one place that's like a village in the game, but it's like the solar collecting panels out in the desert around the tower near Vegas. You know what I'm talking about, right? Are you talking about where all the Where all the solar panels are arrayed in a circle around the... Well, that's north of Vegas. Is it north of Vegas? There's a place that's north of Vegas. In the game or in real life? In the game. Okay. I think it's a little west of Vegas in real life, but... Um... I love seeing that. I, when we talked about the DLC when we saw like the Capitol Records building and like Hollywood. Like I love seeing like familiar things in a different lens. So seeing like Forbidden West because I mean the first Horizon is pretty cool, but I don't know anything about what was it Colorado or Nebraska wherever that setting was. Wait, how much do you play of, of Horizon Zero Dawn? I played. I beat the main. You game. didn't play the DLC, did you? No, we talked. We talked about that. I never played Frozen Wilds. Hmm. I don't know. What was that Alaska or something? I mean, because I, I, I have a DLC. If you ever want to ever want to. Is it Colorado? I don't know where it's at. Point is, I love how Forbidden West shows us, like, San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge. It shows you, like, all the cool California stuff through the lens of. And in Nevada, too, through the lens of, like, post apocalyptic. Uh, the lush pa- color palette, the vibrancy of, like, the. I, I, I use photo mode in Horizon Forbidden West more than any other game ever. Just I think so. Just stopping and like seeing like the the wind brush against the fields, like when you have like the you know that red grass field that you hide in. Yeah. But there's like a sea of it, and then like you can see the ripple from the wind as it goes, it works its way through it, and then just get just like screen like just like photo mode, photo mode, photo mode constantly. The game is just gorgeous. Look at the gameplay improvements. You still have your your tools. They introduce that really dope like drill that explodes or or like spins around. You have way more variety of enemies. Like it's the same thing with Ragnarok, where everything improved, except I think the improvement from Zero Dawn to Forbidden West is stronger than the improvement of 2018 God of War to Ragnarok, where everything in the game is gorgeous. Especially, I, I'm, I'm kind of biased because I mean they both look great on PS5, 
But Horizon, I think, does give you the option of at least doing performance and like the different. I think modes. the uh, the decimal engine is just better than what Santa Monica has. I don't know what it is, dude. I I, I can't I can't yeah. point it down, narrow it down. I don't know if it's textures. I don't know if it's the fidelity of the faces. I think her uh, like Aloy. When you look at her face, her emote, it's so just dynamic compared mm-hmm. to yeah to a lot of characters in God of War. For for real, yeah. Like the like, main characters in like God of War look like great. The peach fuzz yes, and... that type of detail. Yeah. Or like we were talking about how you you're playing the PS4 version, I'm playing the PS5 version, but like on the PS5 version, how like there's like the the texture of the moss growing on trees like mm-hmm. sticks out. Like it's not just the it's not just like a skin or whatever overlaid. It's like actually sticking out. Have you ever seen um have you ever gone to one of the dinosaurs, the robots or whatever, and just pause on them? All the details? Yes. yes. You know what even tells you the cauldron it came from? No. It's can you see that? All, yeah. You can yeah, see the words? Yeah, if you look for it, it tells you this came from this specific cauldron. Can you zoom in like that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. That's a detail I wouldn't have really noticed. But, like, I think maybe it's also because I just got into Gundam this year. But also, but I love seeing, like, the details of the mechanics of, like, when there's like pistons and coils and gears and like sometimes when they have like the sack like the plastic sack for like holding uh-huh. liquid and like you can see like the tubes like the like they're like it's not just like it's not like transformers michael bay where it's just like blended metal garbage like no it's a form follows function yes exactly like everything is intentional the like the when you see like the sinew of the fake muscles where it's like that carbon fiber kind of like um like you know what I'm talking about like it has like like where it's supposed to be like mus- muscle tissue on a real animal but uh-huh. for them it's like that carb like that braided carbon fiber kind of thing yeah yeah like it just looks like immaculate like they really put like the detail in like all this stuff and it honestly it's just more fun to play i i'm i'm a little as you can see with my number 1 i'm a little more like partial to like open world sections and i know mm-hmm. you say god of war ragnarok has like this giant post game section but like for the most game, it's not sectored. It's not, like, partitioned that way, right? Like you're kind of, like, you know, narrow, like, this, 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 this. With Horizon, like, once you get past the... What's that valley where you take down the little thing down to the valley? And then once you actually get to the, quote, Forbidden West... Oh, the little... I don't know what to call it. The little trolley. The it's trolley. like a little thing going to a valley. It's like a little, like, kind of, like... Like, what you use for going snowboarding kind of thing. Yeah, that part is just nuts because it's such a simple thing. You're just on this little cart and you're on the line... But you're you're looking at the whole horizon, dude. Pun intended. Well, it's not. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> you're looking at the whole damn horizon. You're like, oh, this is what I'm getting into, and you, and it, the anticipation build up there. And you're like not, you're not even. You're there like, yet. let me out of this fucking box. I want to go kill shit, right? Yeah. And then once you're finally granted permission to the Forbidden West, and like like you can go wherever you want now, and then you can see like, okay, here's like the three main things we need for like the different AIs, and it's like, oh, like this used to be Vegas. This is San Francisco. It's got great deep side missions too. Yes. Like you you discover some random storyline and it's it'll take you an hour to Some of the most phenomenal like looking like black people in a video game I've ever seen too. Like like when it comes to like like proportions and like face, like it's not just like a like a white person with like a black skin. Like like a lot of the features and the facial features are like exact. Like that is properly like how they do it. Like the hair, the textures. Like, they put so much work into the littlest things that people probably wouldn't even notice or even care about, like, marking them for. Everything is just amazing. And, of course, like I said, like, the weaponry, I'm a sucker for, like, like creating, like, crafting, like, cooler and stronger weapons. Like, when you get the, uh, I mean, some of the some of the set pieces when you fight the giant, like, Loch Ness-looking monster in the casino, like, underwater, like, that is so mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. The, 
uh, I'm blanking on some of the other ones. Like the final, final section of the game, like the point of no return, how it's just like, like the new designs for like the weird liquidy kind of futuristic, the ones that are not based on animals. Oh, those are great. You know what I'm talking about, right? The ones that are from like, you know, from the space or whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, I don't know what, what animals to compare those to. But they're to. like, they're like, tri- they're like very polygonal looking. They look like aphids. Like from ants? Like the little bugs? You know what an aphid looks like. Like yeah, a little you bug? Know, you know what that is. Like a bug, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like aphids, but more triangular. Yeah, how they're like, they're not even like connected though. They're like floating parts, kind of. Like some of them are like, they like, they like, re- like restructure into different shapes or whatever. Like uh-huh. the, you know what I'm talking about? Like, anyways. And then like, you get like all these cast of new characters introduced who all are, end up being significant towards the end of the game. And, it wraps up like some of the stuff with like the Ted, whatever his name is, Ted or the Ted Farrow. There you go, Ted Farrow, and like was it Ted Farrow though? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think it's something Farrow. It's definitely Farrow. Well, Ted Farrow, I mean, but no, but like some stuff from like the first game, they do get wrapped up here. And... Oh yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, my my the Raptors, like you, I I'll never forget the part in the game where you finally get to the coast where San Francisco is. Yeah, and you see the tall buildings in the Golden Gate Bridge. And then you see, like, the, just the raptors are just, like, inhabiting the area. And it's just, like, I remember seeing that in, like, the waves. The water texture as it hits the, the, the shore and everything. Well, it's not just a wave. Like, the waves crash on the environment. So yes. It's pretty legit. And I was just like, oh, like, what? Like, I can't. Like, that was one of those, like, like oh, this is next gen. Like, those moments. For, for me, at least, like, you know, playing it on PS5 and stuff. Where, like, the, the, the frame rate and everything going on. Like, like oh, like, this this is what they're talking about. Like, this is next gen, so you know that. But not even because the DLC is going to be exclusive to PS5. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be like true fucking next even gen. Even more next gen. Current gen. Technically current gen now. Current gen. We, should, current say, gen. we should say that now. But yeah. uh, anyways, you kind of talked about that. So I'm going to move on. And of course, my number one, to no one's surprise, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. What could I say about Elden Ring other than... I mean, for one thing, it's not visually as impressive as Horizon or God of War. This is much more a gameplay over anything else. The story is there. It's kind of non-existent, sort of. It's But what makes Elder Ring so special is how approachable it is, even though it is hard. It is a hard game. How much freedom they give you in terms of how to approach the bosses. There's like over 100 bosses in the game. Only about like 20% of those are story bosses. There is... I've restarted this game several times in each playthrough Johnny I will find stuff that I didn't notice before in terms of like oh there's like a secret dungeon like tucked in under this cliff behind this tree kind of stuff like Elden Ring is like one of those games where like I mean it's gorgeous to look at when you see like from the we saw the game award it got for this for like you have like these beautiful golden ass trees and like the 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 uh we call it the um what do you call it when things in the distance, Johnny? And it's uh, the the what the draw distance kind okay. of. Okay. Um, uh, there's a better word for that. I can't think of the word. But like when you see everything in the distance, and it's like you can go there, and like it's beautiful. It looks gorgeous. There's like a specific parts of the game where like you can stand, and you can see like most of the game world, and like in that one frame, and it just looks like so mysterious, so magical, so inviting. Elden Ring is just a gorgeous game, even though not graphically, but rather in art style, I'd say. Okay. Art style. I was style. about to say that because when you say like, oh, you can look at the distance and there's no popping. Well, no, I didn't say there's no popping. Okay. Because there is definitely popping. I play this on the PS4. I play the PS4 version, the PS5 version. The PS5 version runs at 60 frames. 
PS4, I'm pretty sure it's 30 frames because it kind of like chugs at times, but like... Because I think if you get real close to Elden Ring, if so does it have a photo mode? Yes, it does. So if you now get it into photo mode, I might be wrong, but I bet if you get into the fucking characters, they look just like the characters that you were talking about where all the oh, texture no. looks the same. No, they do, John, for sure. They, yeah, they got... The characters themselves, the human characters look very bland, very boring. I'm talking about like the environment, though. The environment... I think the artistic part of it, like you said is very appealing yes I, I don't mean from like a technical standpoint right like the textures are fucking they have the aesthetic, depth the aesthetic. and the lighting is amazing i don't think no. it's any of that no i think the aesthetic is great like all the variety of bosses are super impressive mm-hmm. like every time i'm on youtube and then elden ring just happens to pop up on like one of my shorts mm-hmm. and i'm like whoa fuck that's another fucking boss a brand new one i didn't see a, a couple months ago yeah like it's just constant dude there's some really really trippy like des- like boss like there's like this skeleton centipede boss that's like you fight like it looks like outer space some of them are a little too like oh my five-year-old just put the shit together and then i just like put put in the rest of the pieces yeah or like yeah like those like those like those videos were like oh this is, like this is what my kid drew like this is my version of what my kid drew kind of thing right? yeah, yeah. yeah i get what you're saying but like some of them just look so so badass like the like one of my favorite bosses is uh the one that you've probably seen a lot. He like he's it's like a big guy on a tiny horse. I don't know if you've seen uh Radon, uh, Star Scourge Radon. I think so. He's like this massive general with these two hulking blades, and he's like on a little tiny horse. And then like the lore, like when you find out from other characters, is like this guy just grew and grew and grew. And so what he did to not crush his horse is he, like, went to, like, this academy to learn gravity magic so he can ride his horse without squishing his horse, which is funny. It's, like, unrelated, but, like, when you're fighting him, if you look at him, like, his horse walks around, like, is running around, and his body is on the horse, but they're not touching because he doesn't want to squish his own horse. So, like, he has this hulking frame covered in, like, this badass armor with these big-ass colossal blades and a little tiny horse he kind of floats around on, and it's just... And it's like such, it's so silly, but he still looks so intimidating. And then he does this badass thing where if you get him down to half health, he jumps up into the sky for about like 30 seconds and then comes down like a meteor homing in on you. And then like, if you like, like you're like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? And then like, you'll see like in the distance, like a little fireball and it grows bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until you realize, oh, like, oh crap, that's him. Like he's coming for me. So you have like a few seconds to like dodge. If you don't dodge, it's an instant one hit KO for you. So, like, not all the bosses have, like, a gimmick or, like, a thing they do like that. But plenty of them do have that, where they have, like, some kind of lore. For example, one of the bosses is really annoying because... So, like, in the game, they have, like, a... a, There's, like, a statue that you can respawn at. Like, so you don't have to go that far away, like, when you die. Okay. You can respawn that. One of the bosses does not have those statues nearby because the statue, the character the statue represents is someone she hates. So there is no save points near her. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Go so ahead. you have to like find like it's it's very annoying when you lose to her because there's a story reason why there's no save points near her because she does she does not want to see like the the effigy of that character anywhere near her. Mm-hmm. So like there's like little things like that where like it's not the main story but there's like little bits of lore. like there's another one I don't know if that's the same one but there's another one where there's a, a main boss and then you can't kill the boss. Because you have to kill somebody else that controls that boss. Yes. Like that. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Where, like, the game tells you, like, the name of the character. And, like, you can't... And then it's, like, way off in the corner is the actual boss. Yeah, yeah. But you can't tell because they're so tiny. And then, like, 
what you what's presented to you is this big monster that they're controlling like a puppet. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So it's like little things like that where they kind of like they keep it just interesting enough for you where like it doesn't seem like oh it's just another boss. Like no, there's like usually some kind of gimmick or something like silly or something notable. So Elder Ring, it's an extremely hard game. I remember I was very frustrated when I first started playing it. It's one of those games where like it kind of exists outside of itself. Like it's huge on YouTube. I think there's some like the highest one of the most trending things on YouTube was Elden Ring for all this year. What do you think about the upgrade? Because the upgrades, I think this is. I don't know if this is just me or uh, consistent. Games with magic tend to have like shit upgrade systems. Oh, there's way better magic. You you can make a very broken like magic build. You can. I I've seen like some people like just decimate later bosses just using like a very what's basically just a giant powerful kamehameha of just magic, a solid beam of magic that just destroys a boss. But like the particular setup for like what gear, what accessories you get to get, like it's kind of tricky. But like you can decimate enemies with magic. I it's but not my think, pref- it's not my preferred style. I like whacking things. But, but you also don't think the interfaces are kind of trashy. It's very plain. I think the UI is very plain for the game. Um, because all the FromSoft games have like the red, blue, green bar. Like that's just a consistent for like the last thirteen years. They all have the red, blue, green bar, and it's it's just very simple. It's just very like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I I like that it's not complicated. It's not like a Ubisoft one with like hey like check out the store or whatever on the menu kind of you know here's like uh the over information dump that the Ubisoft like Assassin's Creed games do and stuff or Destiny or mm-hmm. or like which we call it. I just played the other day. Um. Um, the one with the virus dissipating the country and your the division the division has the same thing where it's so much so much so information dense like interface it's annoying Elden Ring has a very all that from software games have a very plain interface where it's almost like a good thing but I, I think they could dress it up a little bit I think they could dress it up a little bit it's kind of plain to look at but also like it doesn't get that's kind of the aesthetic and I hate to say like oh they can get away with it because like they always do but kind of kind of get away with it because they always do so and that's not a good precedent i think the uh fan base for elden ring or very forgiving yes for from software is very forgiving like i hate one of the comparisons for god of war and elden ring it's like oh god of war is too for or horizon it's like horizon is too fucking cluttered there's too much shit on the map elden ring doesn't even have a fucking map like it's a good fucking thing and it's like horizon oh yeah that's stupid there is a map you could just turn off the fucking map if it bothers you Elden Ring, you don't even have a map if you want even want to activate the shit, right? You do, but you have to go find the map. It's annoying. Yeah, I think that's a dumb... Comp- I know what you're talking about, because I've heard those same like, defenses, and I think they're very weak defenses. I, I think that's like them being incredibly forgiving for such a like, poor stuff that would not design. be Stuff that would not be forgiven for like, another for game. For any other game. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Elden Ring, that's um, that's my number one. The music, oh, I forgot to mention the music is phenomenal in the main menu but also later on for certain boss battles like like they just or- orchestra music like the crap out of it so uh yeah that's how i feel about elder Ring. that's my number one johnny it seems like this was a lot easier than than last year last year we had to figure it out but it seems like our combined if we were going to give the the podcast its own game of the year it seems clearly it's going to be horizon forbidden west for the both of us correct right if we kind of averaged it out because we both put Ragnarok behind Horizon. You don't yeah. have Elden Ring on yours. So clearly Horizon is my second. You're first. That's... If we're going by the numbers, yeah. That's... That makes sense. Okay, so that's the official DualSense game of the year. I think Horizon it's... Forbidden West. I guess it's Horizon. 
right well, or wrong. I don't know if it's fair to put in a game that one of us didn't pick. Yeah. So I think it's going to be Horizon, Ragnarok, and then Stray. Stray's not on mine. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't mention Stray. You did. Okay. Stray's all right, but it's, so I just played I guess some. We don't have a third. Yeah, we don't have to. All right. So there you go. Horizon is Horizon Forbidden West is the official DualSense podcast game of the year, which is interesting because it's like the first major game that came out this year. So yeah, I don't same thing you... happened last year when we gave Village Resident Evil Village the same thing. I don't know if you follow a Digital Foundry, but they gave Horizon the best aesthetically looking game of 22. Really? Yeah. I don't think. Okay, that's interesting because I don't think any major outlet gave Horizon like their actual game of the year game of the year award. Nobody actually did. I saw lots of Ragnaroks. I saw a couple of Mortalities. I saw a lot of Elder Ring, but I don't think anybody gave Horizon like their overall. That's kind of that's just fucking nuts. It's not like every game has to win it, but it just seems so weird. Like it seems like a very like obvious snub to me. But anyways, Johnny, so there. Do you want to now move on to what you're anticipating? This is. I think this is more in my segment than yours. All right. Let's see. Hold up. All right, Johnny, go ahead. All right, gonna give Andrew a break. He's eating a fat brownie right now. Mm-hmm. So this segment is gonna be the most anticipated game, anticipated games of 2023. Let's hear it. All right, so I'm gonna go from my top five, from bottom to the top to the most anticipated. Starting from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. So we're gonna do this. Well, we're, we're gonna get into another section later. So my number five, Sin Duality. Have you seen this game? Mm, it sounds familiar. Describe it to me. I'm sure I'll remember it. So, Sin Duality is on five. It might be higher, or it might just completely fall off. The thing is, we've only got in a cinematic trailer. It's the one where there's a little girl with a mech on, as her companion. Right? And it's, I remember that. It's very... I don't know. It's, it's very anime-looking. It's very anime. This mm-hmm. shit came straight out of fucking Japan. It looks amazing. It was on one of the state of plays, right? Yes, it was. I remember now. The same one that showed us the Ronin and the... Stellar Blade. And, I think so. Yeah. So this game looks legit because I've been wanting to play a mech game for the longest time, right? Mm-hmm. And I finally get this. And it's not just like mechs and heavy war, which which I do want. But this is going to be a little more uh, story, uh, narrative inter- um, oriented, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what to expect. I just know the cinematics look great. They look very polished. The physics in this game look great. The gameplay, I'm not sure, though, because I, I, I've seen it a couple times, and it looks like you're playing mostly with the mech. This is the one where like it looks like she's like petting or talking to the mech, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't know if her. she just jumps into it or mm-hmm. she's on some different thing and just controlling it from a distance. I'm not quite sure what's going on. I think she does control it. Other Besides piloting it, I think she also just controls it remotely also, I think. I think it's both. I think it's a mixture of both. That could be. And then there's this, this aspect. I don't know what it is. Uh... You see the mech mining into, like, crystals? They're drilling for some kind of mineral, yeah. So, I don't know what that means. Does it mean you're upgrading your mech? Does it is it a resource for to buy a different product that you I can exchange so. in the market for mech parts or something? I think I think, I think think those are all very accurate guesses, yeah. Uh, the enemies I haven't seen too much of. There's only one trailer for this thing. Right. It just looks pretty triple looks right? Yeah, it looks compelling, yeah. All right. So, the next game on this list is going to be Stellar Blade. That's on mine. That's on mine too. So Stellar Blade. Yeah. She just looks good, right? <laughs> Let, let's just get that shit out the way. She looks great. 
Definitely, uh, yeah. They put definitely put a lot of resources into getting the body physics and the modeling, and yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, this character she looks like straight up nineteen nineties design, right? Like the people that would design a character back then, it looks like her. Yeah, I was talking about like early nineties anime. Like this looks like the kind of anime they did back in the day. Like, yeah, this is as if they would have designed to- Tomb Raider with very feminine. Graphics. Yeah, very feminine, very womanly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the only thing with this is it came out in whatever language that was. I, I'm assuming it's Japanese or South Korean. I don't know, I don't know where the studio is from. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know if they're going to end up just dubbing this game or they're going to have, like, full... Uh, what is it called? I think, sub? No. Dub or sub? I, th- I imagine they would probably put put English language in there. For right, reasons. eventually. I think eventually, yeah. Uh, the combat looks good. The enemies look interesting. They look very mysterious. It looks very triple A. Um, visually, it looks amazing. Very kinetic, yeah. Yeah. Combat. Combat looks so fucking good. Mm-hmm. The next one. This is a mystery game because I haven't seen any combat for this. Just a trailer? At least a trailer? Just the trailer. Okay. Capcom game. What do you think it is? Oh, it's on mine too. Pragmata. Exactly. Now, this game, immediately I love it. Again, heavy sci-fi. But the first impression you get when they first revealed it, it, it was, is this a Kojima game? Because it looks like the Luminos like, logo kind of. Yeah. It's a... Uh, Ludos, whatever you call it. Ludens. Ludens, there you go. It looks like Kojima's Ludens character. With that the, weird uh, space shaped astronaut. astronaut, yeah, yeah. Have you seen uh, on YouTube, they have Ludens, but he's fully modeled, mm-hmm. like uh, one-on-one scale? Yeah, it's like he pre-ordered the, the actual like display, whatever, with the flag and everything. The big one? It's no, it's oh, I they have one for like. There's a tiny one. Yeah, you can pre-order like a tiny, the smaller like it's still expensive, it's like two three hundred dollars, but it's like the, like you put on your desk kind of thing, like a twelve inch figure. Yeah, but Kojima got his new studio, and in the studio he has this giant. Yeah, I've seen. Giant he's taking pictures thing. with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, this isn't that game. But this is a Capcom it, game. It looks like it, but yeah, yeah. So even if it's not a Kojima game, knowing that it's under Capcom, I think this game. It's going to be legit, right? Yeah, Capcom's been nailing it. These last, like, four years have been a resurgence for them, and they're, like, they're on their game now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and the thing, I, I don't know, the way they're treating this game, we've only seen one trailer, but I really like that statement that they put out because they were going to delay the game. And the little girl, you could see her eyes, and she's got the sign. Oh, she's all like, I'm sorry yeah. for the delay. She's all cutie, things. yeah. And yeah. then she, it's like she wrote down 2023. Like I'm it's sorry. like with crayon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that yeah. looks great the way they. they she looks amazing in that. Like, that look, I don't know what the engine. Yeah, it. I don't know what engine they're using, but like, it, she looks like. like it might just be the RE engine. That's the same engine they're using yeah, for all the. That's true. But it, it, it does mean. look good. Okay, this one. Uh, this one doesn't really count, but it comes in 23. This is a DLC. It's Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, Forbidden West, Burning Shores. Oh. This is what we're going to see in, in Hollywood, right? Right. So it's going to be a PS5 exclusive. Um, It doesn't really count, but I'll just throw it in there. So second in this list, it's going to be Resident Evil 4 Remake. Mm, mine too. It's on my list too. Okay. Yeah. So... I mean, we all kind of know what we're going to go out of Resident Evil, right? We've seen the trailers for it. There's more than one trailer for this now. Uh, gameplay two too. trailers, yeah. And gameplay, yeah. The atmosphere is amazing. They really nailed it. It really does feel like the, the previous one. I mean, I'm just excited just because it's Resident Evil 4 again, but it's just going to be like, just 
modernize Resident Evil Four. Yeah, the only... that's like that's really the what the what the pitch is. That's really what the sales is. Is here's Resident Evil Four, but like with no with no more outdated models. So yeah, but the characters that we've seen though, the updates look like what I would have done. The treatment that I would have done. Yeah. Right, it looks everything looks scarier, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that back then the enemies were a little bit on the corny side, right? Like the little kid, what's his name? Oh, that's not a kid. You're talking about Salazar, the little fucking dude. Yeah, yeah I Salazar. told you this. This game is like a gap in my Resident Evil gaming Memory? history. Yeah, Salazar. Salazar, but now he looks he looks dope. He looks more like old English, kind of like more proper and they look like, a little more grounded. Yeah. Alright, so that's RE4 Remake. And this one should be on your list. I'm I'm pretty sure it is. Marvel Spider-Man Part 2. I forgot about that. I, <laughs> it's not on my list because I forgot. So we got... But it is. It should be, though. It is. It's on there now. And it is. We're finally going to play against um, Venom. They said it's going to be a darker game compared to Part 1. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be miles. Here, is it charger? Yeah, I was looking for my charger. Thank, uh, it's not gonna reach. That's fine. Just keep it right. Just keep it on your lap. Keep going, Johnny. Miles, what? what happened to miles Morales? Yeah, it's gonna be Miles and Peter Parker together in the same game. Together. And what I think is probably gonna happen is they might give us a multiplayer option. I don't know how that's going to pan out. Co-op? Yeah, they're probably going to say, hey, here's the campaign. If you want, there's a mission, and you can bring in your homie, and you guys can battle it out in the little warehouses, right? They have their little encampments. I feel. I think we predicted this before, yeah. I think when we first heard about it, we talked before about it. Before we saw a trailer. Yeah, we imagined, like, oh, like, like you'll have the same mission, but there'll be, like, different segments where, like, oh, Miles, we need you for this, and Peter, you can go do this thing at the same time kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ta- I remember we, yeah, I remember we were talking about this before. All right, so those are my top five. Let's get let's get yours. All right, give me back my phone now because I have to look at my phone because I wrote it down there. It's not gonna it's not gonna yeah just forget the drive. I have enough I have enough battery on here. I'm just gonna mention them real quick because I have way more than you, but we're not gonna real quick, Johnny. So uh, I think these might be in order. I don't have them ranked. They're not numbered by like anticipation. Anticipation, just how I remember them. So uh, first one for me is Atomic Heart. That one's I'm okay. really excited for. That comes out like right at the beginning of the year. I think like mm-hmm. f- February, March around there. This is that game from that Russian studio that got like delayed. It been delayed and delayed year after year. I almost didn't think it was gonna come out. And then the whole stuff with the Ukraine went down, and that pushed it back further because of the sanctions and stuff. Luckily, they were able to find a publisher that wasn't Russian to get the game through that way. That's like the smart kind of loophole. So we're supposed to get it soon. It looks kind of like Soviet Bioshock, is what most people call it where you have like the powers in your hands and like it's very like cold war looking with the symbol symbolism and everything giant robots and stuff it looks just badass just beautiful like all the action the kinetic like the powers interplaying with like the machines and like the enemy design looks really cool it kind of reminds me of like fallout it has like that fallout aesthetic but just cold war and soviet so i wonder if the story is gonna be good I hope so, but if the gameplay is just good enough, then I might be able to forgive it for that. Uh, if the gameplay is engaging enough, which I think it looks like it's going to be, then it might be good enough. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm actively uh, rooting for a good story. Uh, next, of course, is Final Fantasy 16, for sure. It's going to be the GOAT for next year for me. 
you know, I'm a hardcore Final Fantasy fan. Like it's I love darker too. I love everything Final Fantasy. Yeah, right. Like last week we were talking about, or not last week, last time we recorded though, we were talking about the uh, mature setting and everything. I, my our cousin Joe actually talked to me about it when I had I had breakfast with him the other day. And he was like, he's like, so about the Final Fantasy. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, like the games, the, the series has grown up with its audience. He's like, I think it's about time we finally had a rated end game. So Joe agreed with you on that. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, what else does it say? It's Final Fantasy 16. Like, it's the biggest JRPG series in the world, and the next mainline entry. That's going to be bonkers. Um, of course, we also have a Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Noticeably absent on your list, Johnny. Noticeably absent, but okay. It's on a different list. It's on a different list. Okay. Is that the, the you don't know what's coming out list? We'll get into that. After okay. This. All right. Uh, Jedi Survivor. We saw a trailer for this at E3. I'm not E3. Uh, the Game Awards, right? Uh, the guy, what's his name? Um, I, uh, I forgot his name. It begins with the C. No, not Cal. Cal. No, Cal's the main character in the Cal game. Cal was a good character. I was thinking of the real life Cam, 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 Cameron, whatever his name is. He came out, you know, waved the lightsaber around, said he's excited. He said it's the best Star Wars game he's ever seen. I'm like, oh, well, huh? I mean, you're in it, so there's some bias there, but we'll see. We'll see. We see that like, you're, you're dual wielding lightsabers. You're using force powers to stop time, move enemies around to take hits. Like, it looks much more visually interesting. You're like, you have like a slingshot thing or whatever. The with the rope yeah where he like he like extends like the hook shot kind of thing i think in the last game you could like swing by ropes but you weren't bringing them with you you didn't have like a you didn't have like a sling you just grab them right i think i don't remember no yeah i'm pretty sure i'm i'm right um it just looks really it looks like it's gonna be dope i'm a big star wars fan i'm curious to see who the mysterious dude in the tube is with the out the arm i i don't know dude what's going on tube oh yeah yeah like with the white hair like oh, is that another jedi like who is that is it a clone of somebody just a lot of mysteries it's just very intriguing for me i thought you would have guessed that one no we don't know who it is still we still don't know who it is do you not know who it is because of the timeline yes all right next uh dead island 2 i'm a big Wait, fan what? dead island 2 all right Sorry, did I slurp? My bad. Dead Island Two. So yeah, the first one. I'm a big fan of the first two Dead Islands, Riptide and the and the regular one. We haven't we've been teased for a long time about Dead Island Two. Like they put out that trailer where like there's like that van on the on the beach and it runs over like some zombies. But that was like a four or five year trailer now. Mm-hmm. Finally, the game's supposed to come out. I think spring of 2023. And it's just, you know, more zombie killing action. Stuff like that. It's fun. We have Like a Dragon Ishin, which is the remake of a past Yakuza game that only came out in Japan. But now they're remaking it, and it's also coming to the West here. It's uh, it's It features the characters from the Yakuza series of games. But, like, they're, like, now playing, like, historical versions of, like, past historical people. So, like, it's like if you played a game... With Nathan Drake, but Nathan Drake is now George Washington or something. But he's still George Washington just with the face of Nathan Drake. So that makes kind of sense or not. So they're like, it's a cast of the Yakuza games, but now they're playing like historical figures from like Japan's past or whatever. Right. And it's like a samurai. It's like a turn of the century, like samurai early firearms period of Japan, but like they're still using swords. But like the West is now like the Western countries have like made into Japan kind of stuff, like mid 1800s. That's like the setting. Um, Resident Evil 4 Remake, you already mentioned. I'm not going to go down that hole again. Then we have, for me, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Because I'm a big AC fan. We didn't get one this past year. We didn't get the one, we didn't get one the year before. We're over, we're about three years overdue for Assassin's Creed game. And I love the series. You know, I'm a sucker for historical fiction. 
And so Mirage is supposed to be the one where it's like, I think somewhere in the Middle East. I completely forgot. Somewhere in the Middle East. And I think this is the one that's supposed to get like updates where they're going to add like, it's supposed to be like, I think this is the live service one. I could be wrong. Or is this, or this is just a short, like self-contained story. And then like live service is a separate game. That's not sketch. I don't remember. Uh, then we have Blue Protocol. This was the one we saw during the Game Awards. I remember it. It's the one that looks like Genshin Impact, but this one's being done, being done by uh, Bandai Namco. It kind of looked like Genshin Impact with like the swords and the anime-looking characters. It was one of the later announcements in the Game Awards. Looks interesting. Uh, of course, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the, s- the sequel to Final Fantasy VII Remake, right? I can't believe we're getting two major Final Fantasy games next year. That's insane. That is insane. Well, I should say this year if you're listening to this tomorrow, but we're supposed to get two major Final Fantasy games in 2023. Like, I'm very excited. So it's supposed to be, I guess it's going to be disc two of what the original Final Fantasy VII is, mm-hmm. where we get, find out, we meet Vincent, we meet Yuffie, we meet all these other characters. I'm curious to see, are they going to keep changing the story from the original one like they did with Remake? Or is this going to be more similar to the original Final Fantasy VII? Because they've done some stuff with Remake where they changed some of the story beats. And I'm curious to see if they're going to continue changing them drastically. Or are they going to like pull back a little bit? Uh, I might be out of line here, but the question is... Uh, Final Fantasy VII came out with two discs, right? Three. Three discs. Yeah. And then now you have to pay separately. Yes. How do you... Because hey. That's not the same thing. It's completely different. How so? Because these are like... Each okay, well, Final Fantasy VII remake is longer than what Disc One was of the original Final Fantasy VII. Oh, and then if we waited for them to make all of these games together, it'd be super expensive and take forever. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. I'm just asking. I know you're playing devil's advocate. Next one, giant number ten for me, Lies of P, which was also absent from your list, suspiciously. Different list. Different list. Okay, Lies of P it's basically Pinocchio meets Soulsborne style gameplay. Looks cool. Very excited for that. Don't want to leave too much on that. Next, we have Like a Dragon, The Man Who Erased His Name, which is a sequel to Yakuza 7, Like a Dragon. So this is the sequel to the game that came out one, two, three years ago now, back, no, back in 2020. If you can remember that exactly. I don't know if you remember exactly. No, no. Like a Dragon... The first one, at least, was one of my favorite games from that year. I think I had, I think I put Last of Us Part Two right above it, but um, like a dragon's dope. It's it's no Yakuza game, but this one's like an RPG turn-based way, where you're like taking turns beating the crap out of each other. So then we have Pragmata, which you mentioned already, Johnny. So we're gonna go down that same rabbit hole with the moon stuff and space and giant astronaut guy with the little girl. Looks cool. Capcom has been making some bangers. I expect nothing less than fun from this next we get to starfield johnny the major western rpg coming out in february i want to say february with what starfield okay bethesda game man i have so i don't have any hopes for that game this is supposed to come out first quarter 2023 um i mean it's it's like fallout but with space like what's not to like about that you know what i mean that it's from bethesda Bethesda makes awesome games, Johnny. Buggy ass games. I didn't say they they ran perfectly. I didn't say that. I just said they make awesome games. Buggy, unfinished games. Well, hopefully it's it's finished this time because they keep they kept delaying this game. So it better be finished now. That's all I'm saying. Uh, 
And then last. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, whoa, whoa, whoa. let's do a little bit on that. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, fuck it. Skip it. I was going to say, well, whatever. We can have time for a bit. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> and then last one is, uh, of course, Stellar Blade, which you already mentioned. Looks beautiful. Looks fun. Looks like a quicker, faster kind of Devil May Cry slash God of War kind of game. And should be fun. Hopefully. Comes out sometime next year. That one's just, I think that was just 2023. It doesn't say like an actual timeline. So those were my 15, Johnny. Okay, great. No, this is. It's also just, okay, great. <laughs> Go ahead. No, well, you have a lot of those that are on my list. Um, okay, bear with me. This is going to be a long list, but it's going to be a quick fire. I'm going to stop on some of them. You can stop on whatever, of course. Uh, this is actually going to be 25 of my most anticipated games ever. Like, games that haven't been released, that don't have uh, gameplay. Are these, are these games that were announced? Yeah, they were announced. Okay, because yeah. I, I would have cheated and made like Final Fantasy 17, Final Fantasy 18, Final Fantasy 18. Um, okay, okay. So it's going to be a quick fire section. Um, all right. So from bottom to top. And again, these are games that that are on the list that are constantly evolving. Wait, so you have them right from least ex- anticipated to most anticipated? Yeah. Okay, just checking. Some of them are going to be repeats. But what? How does that work? Well, because... Like they show up on the same list more than once? Yeah, because I have my top five most anticipated. Oh, separate. Okay. And there's my top 25, like anticipated, but it, they might fall off. I thought within the top 25, they repeated more than once. I'm like, what? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, you'll see. Go. You'll see. Okay. All right, so okay, this is weird, but Disney Speedstorm. This looks like the best cart game that I've seen in a long time. Better than, um, better than Crash Team Racing, better than Mario Kart. It looks kind of crazy. Uh, Disney Speedstorm looks good. Next one is Entropy Center. This is a first-person game. That's why it's at the bottom of my damn list. Entropy Center is like this girl, and then there's this disaster where they have to, where there's been multiple disasters on earth and this entropy center is this this place where they know exactly what happened and they have to you got to solve different puzzles to figure out what the cause of the the apocalypse was then we got level zero uh level zero oh level zero is it's something about monsters there's been one trailer you're like in these tunnels and there's this thing chasing you and it looks like you're scientist and then you have to uh coordinate with other people to get out get out of this location Okay. Then we got Suicide Squad, bottom of my damn list. <laughs> um, we got we've got in two trailers. It's Rocksteady. I expect a lot out of Rocksteady. The combat looks great, but for some reason, it's just not it's not holding up with me. Uh, Dead Space remake. It's at the bottom because we know what to expect out of a remake, right? I'm very intimate with Dead Space. And this kind of is... how how intimate are you with Dead Space? You don't want to know. <laughs> so it's kind of more of the same. And then we got CYGNI. This is gonna be like Gradius. It sounds familiar. Keep going. CYGNI is like a lot like Gradius, but the fidelity on this thing, the monsters look amazing, dude. Uh, you you guys know what Gradius is? It's a top down. C-Y-G-N-I, all guns blazing. Yeah, it's like a sort of like a bullet storm for your little pilot. And then the next, Oh, okay. Next one is going to be Signalis. Oh. Have you heard of this? 
S I G N A L I S. Yeah, that game's already out. Yep. Oh yeah, it's anticipated though. I it's on Game Pass actually. You can play it right now. Really? Yeah. I ha- I have it. Do- I haven't played it. Yet. I have it downloaded though. It looks cool. Yeah. So this is, I guess you could say a Resident Evil. Yeah, it's a horror like two D. It's a top down mm-hmm. game. Yeah. It's got the same management of like get into your inventory. There's something attacking you it's and like highly you pick your gun shotgun. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. I have it on my. It's on my desktop at home right now. I haven't played. I've been meaning to play it, but like everyone I know who's talked about it, like says it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, what do you call this art style? Like pixelated. It's kind of pixelated, game? sort of. Well, it's like yeah. a high res pixelated game. Yeah, it's not like eight bit or whatever. It this is like a higher, probably like thirty two bit kind of pixel. It looks. Good. Yeah, it looks interesting. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that one. So yeah. the the gameplay, the inventory is like Resident Evil, mm-hmm. but it's cyberpunkish in mm-hmm. its art yeah. style. So there's a perceiver. This one, I'm just gonna eat this game. I think it actually looks really good, but are you perceiving me, Johnny? What you do? I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> it's called the perceiver. It's um a lot like um uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Really? So, like, Chart to Yuma? Or Yumi? Or? Well, it's kind of like that uh, game that you actually wanted to play. The one with the bird flies in. Um, you were just talking about it recently. With the bird flies yeah, in? Yeah, you were excited because it was coming out soon or whatever. Like, it, the bird flies in and then you see a bow and then... Uh, you're not going to remember. That's cool. No. Okay. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, Lies of P. Good. So, then Iron Harvest. This is an RTS game. That sounds like a RTS title. This is an alternative World War II game. It's full of mechs. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I've seen it before. So we got another RTS. These are all kind of grouped together. That's interesting to me. This is Diablo 4. For sure. I forgot about that one. It looks good, dude. I forgot about that one. The way, how dense uh, the environments get with all the characters on on screen. I need to finish Diablo 3. Yeah. Uh, We got Alien Dark Descent. This is another RTS. Finally getting a fucking alien game. Is this alien like the property aliens? Yes. Yeah, okay. Alien. So we're getting another alien we game. We just got an alien game, that fire team one. Remember? Yeah, but it's first person. Oh. Oh yeah, you can't do first person. I don't know how long we how many games do we gotta go far back, but they've all been like first person. It looks like twenty like okay. It makes sense. You're very much into RTS. Go ahead. Now this one kind of tripped me out. I don't know if it should go up or it should go down. This one's Dokev. Yeah, I forgot about Dokev. Dokev, I, I keep seeing the trailer. It looks cute. And I'm like, should it go down? Should it go up? It's right in the middle of the What is the up with that list. game? We need to find out what's going on with that. It looks like a great game. A lot of potential. So you know what that is? It really is, right? It's yeah, we talked much, about it before. It's like Pokemon and the little characters are Dokev. Little monsters, yeah. You gotta yeah. collect them, but in order to collect There's them, There's like all this traversal them. and like kind of interaction. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Uh, the physics simulations in it look just nuts. Now we got Armored Core. Mmm. Right? The there's trailer your, for this there's is your max right intense, there. Intense, dude. Mm-hmm. And then we have the first descendant. This used to be Project Magnum. This is Oh, a, you show me this one. Well you got the four characters and it's they're all first fighting person, these though, giant monsters. No. Oh. Wait, it's someone with the grapple hook gun thing or whatever, no? It might be. Yeah. But the good news on this one, this is gonna be uh, free to play. I believe. I don't know if that's good news, but okay. No, whatever. They might have like some kind of like draconian loot, like exploitive mechanics, but okay. This this next one is also free to play. Don't quote me on this shit, but Arc Raiders. Oh, we saw this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. So Ark Raiders is how do you describe this? Uh, dystopian, mm-hmm. a bunch of big old mechs. Yeah. And then there's like uh, these little squadrons. They have like light armor, and you got jetpacks. This was the one where the guys are running around like in the open field, right? Like in the desert or whatever. It was like an open like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. But it's got a 1950s vibe to it, mm-hmm. like post-apocalyptic, right after 1950s. Yeah, like 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 transistor era kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an old game that I have not played, where I'm not sure if it's gonna be my 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 thing. Um, the Star Wars remake, The Old Republic. Oh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. I don't know if that game's ever gonna come out now. <laughs> Why? Because like the devs, uh, we call it the um, the devs that are attached to it. I forgot their names, but um, it was like Fires or, or Ember, something like that. They um, they said they're gonna delay it for a while and then focus on other projects to raise money to continue the project. Or wow, something. yeah, kind of sucks. So there's that Old Republic. Was it Ember Labs? Was it Ember? Labs? I don't forget the. I forget the team. There's the other Star Wars uh, project that had a little bit of drama with that came with it. Oh, um, Eclipse. Eclipse? I'm anticipating Eclipse, but we really haven't seen anything for it. Yeah, because the, the devs are having issues rec- recruiting enough talent to finish the game. Yes. Or something like that. So then there's Star Wars Survivor. That's Yeah, that's the one for sure Respawn's doing, comes yeah. out next year. Oh, so almost through with the list. Now this one, I'm excited for this one because I can finally jump into this franchise. Everything before has been kind of uh, sketchy. And this is Warhammer Space Marines Part 2, I think. Do you remember the trailer? Was this the one we just saw during the Game Awards? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a third person. There's a ton of gore in this thing. A lot of enemies yeah. on screen. <laughs> yeah. It looked very confusing. It looks so hardcore, dude. Uh, Next one. Haven't seen anything for it except for a teaser. This is Alan Wake 2. Now, mm. I'm very excited for this because it's going to be connected to the uh, control. control world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... These are the ones that I spoke about before, but they're at the top of my list. They're Sinduality, Stellar Blade, Pragmata, Horizon, Resident Evil, Death Stranding 2, Spider-Man 2. And then the top one, you got to guess this one. What is at the top? If it's not Death Stranding 2, I don't know. It's probably um, another Frostpunk. That one too. That should have been on my list. Thanks for reminding me. Is there another Frostpunk in the- announced? Oh, there was. Huh, it's announced, man. but there's no trailer for it. Yeah, when they had doing like a bunch of projects or something. It's just a teaser. Yeah, it's I, a teaser. You're in the snow. There's like a body there. Street Fighter Six. It is Wolverine. Oh, I forgot you mentioned that. Okay, that's the whole list. Is Wolverine supposed to be next year or just Spider Man Two? No, Wolverine's probably. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't release two games in the same year. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah, Warren's at, at earliest. They're they're not Square Enix. I now. think like twenty five at earliest. Really, not even twenty twenty four. No way. Okay. All right, so there you go. There's Johnny's most anticipated games. My fifteen most anticipated. Johnny, I guess you have what? Is it twenty five or thirty? Or uh, some of the five repeated, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's still twenty five. All right, there we go, Johnny. Yeah. Let's start with another. Let's start with our seg. Oh wait, what have you been playing? I forgot. What have you been playing, sir? Since the last time recorded. All right, so I'll keep this one short. All right. Well, not that short, but uh, last week I lied. I forgot I was playing uh, three games. You um, liar. One game I played was shit. I don't even remember the the name of this game. It was a game that we were both anticipating. It's like a little character. The character was a bunny, and fist. 
No, not Fist. Fist was great. Oh, that's the one with the bunny. You got it from PlayStation Plus. It has a bunny? It's like a bunny or a fox or something. Tunic? No. It's 3D. It just came out like this year or last year. It's like he plays in a toxic environment. He could be a little ninja. He could be a little uh, a little Rambo. Wow. I cannot remember. What is this game? It'll come. I me. bought it? Oh, it's on the Plus. That's how I got it. Oh, it came from Plus. Shoot, I don't... I don't... You can't give me a name? It's no. not Fist, Fist or whatever? That's what I'm thinking of with the rabbit. No, no, no. Whatever. It was... I'll just say the game was terrible. Don't know. If they have PlayStation Plus, don't know what we're talking about. Um, I played like 15 minutes. I played the first boss battle. The mechanics are just total trash. Wait, was it KO? KO? The, no. with, the, with, the, with the kangaroo? No. Okay, okay, it's not that one. No, forget about it. it the mechanics are just trash. All right. And then... I tried a second game. I forgot. Damn it. Okay, the game I do remember for <laughs> sure was Mortal Kombat, but I already talked about that. Oh, you did talk about Mortal Kombat. That's right. Yeah. I I, I enjoyed the story, I, although at the beginning I thought it was trash. I very much enjoyed completing it. Looking forward to the next ones, except I don't. I'm not sure I want to get the one right after this one. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So, I forgot. Did I talk about High on Life last time? Do you remember joining? No? No, you didn't. The game with, like, the characters from Rick and Morty and, like, the voice with the gun that talks to you. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, be, I, I finished that game. I finished that game. Um, That game is hilarious. I really thought the comedy was going to wear on me and, like, be, like, annoying. But, like, later on, like... Like, all the other characters besides the gun are absolutely hilarious. There's, like, little gags that return here and there. Like, you keep meeting the same character who's, like, a little, like, it looks like a Care Bear. She's, like, a secretary. But you keep running into her because you, all the bosses you you fight are who she works for. So she's like, oh, yeah, you killed my last boss, so now I'm the secretary for this boss. And, like, it's just kind of funny how you keep killing her bosses. She keeps getting unemployed because of you. Um... There's a funny moment where one of the bosses is like trying to he he makes a psycho mantis reference Johnny that you would appreciate where like um your character starts tripping on drugs and he's like oh he's like now he's like he's like I'm gonna try to read your hard drive yeah that's right we're doing a psycho mantis bit here where he's like he's like oh it looks like you've been playing no a lot of Fortnite like he's just making up like he's like what do the kids play this day Fortnite oh okay you played like he's like. He's like coming up with a joke on the spot kind of thing. He's like, oh, what do kids play? He's like, Fortnite? Yeah. Oh, Minecraft? Okay, that's probably... Yeah, you probably have hundreds of hours in Minecraft, don't you? Like, he's kind of just winging it. But, like, your character's, like, falling... You're, you're like, you're like in an endless fall as he kind of just, like, messes with you or whatever. But you're, like, still able to shoot him and stuff like that, right? So he's just, like, saying things at you to kind of just throw you off or whatever. And then he's like, uh, he's like, you know what? He's like, I'm gonna, he's like, I'm gonna screw with you right now. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna... We're gonna unlock an achievement that says you spent 15 hours in an alien strip club, and like that, and everyone's gonna be, everyone's gonna believe you spent that. He's like, you know what? Let's do that. And then you're like, the, the achievement pops, and it says you spent 15 hours in an alien strip club. He's like, yep. He's like, that's permanent. There's no way you can get rid of that. <laughs> and so like, like it's very meta with how like the comedy is like kind of messing with you, or like 
he's just trying to be annoying, but in a way that's like, oh man, like that sucks. Like people who see that achievement are really gonna think that I spent fifteen hours at the alien strip club or something. Like, I want to see more of that. So it's hilarious. It, it is, yeah, it's a very very funny game, and like, there's a part where the guns kind of like being a little meta, where he's like. He's like, yep, like we're repeating this part of the game again. Like we're doing, yeah, yep, call it lazy writing. So yeah, like uh, he's like Kotaku, IGN. If you guys want to knock us down a point for this, like go ahead. Like nice. you know? so like there's like it's like very like like self aware. But How like, does it repeat though? Oh, because one of the sections you're doing is like kind of like earlier, where it's like waves of enemies kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh yeah, we're doing this segment again. Like yeah, call it lazy game design, whatever. Like like Kotaku, IGN. You can go ahead and knock us down a point for this or whatever. So it's kind of like getting ahead of it by you know controlling the narrative by being funny that way. Which it's it's very self aware, very fourth wall breaking, and so it's it's funny. It's funny. It's a very short game. I think it was like probably like nine hours comp- like total, and like the boss, each boss has like a different gimmick kind of thing, and the, each you unlock new guns that have like different personalities, but they also do like different like like there's one gun that slows down time, another gun that shoots saw blades, and then those saw blades you can use as platforms. There's another gun that um uh it shoots it's like for solving puzzles where like it shoots out like little tiny like little aliens and the aliens can fit into like tiny like like shafts or like pipes and they'll go like unlock the next thing you need or whatever for the next room so like all the guns have an offensive purpose but then there's like a secondary like platforming purpose they serve and then each of the guns has different personalities like do you know who jb smooth is smooth is no He's like an actor so like he's like he plays like he's like the reggae like gun that has like the dreads and kind of like he talks like you know the Jamaican accent and stuff like that, right? So like, it's kind of funny how all the different guns have different personalities and they kind of make fun of each other. And like even when there's like downtime, like silence when you're just shooting, like they'll just they'll just fill in the the silence with like a joke or something. And like it sometimes hits, sometimes it's dumb, sometimes it makes you laugh. But like, it's definitely not a boring game. Is what I'm saying. It's funny. It's short, sweet. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, I think I already mentioned it. Yeah, I beat Vampire Survivors. And then the last... No, yeah, High Life, I think, was the last game I completed this year. I started playing... So, shout out to our, our cousin Johnny over at uh, another business podcast. He uh, hooked us up with some store credit for the PSA. Yeah. What did I say? Johnny. Oh, I did say Johnny. My bad. Joe. Sorry, Joe. And so, he gave us some store credit, which was cool, during the time when there's, like, a big uh, holiday PSN flash sale. So, I picked up a couple of games. I picked up uh, Cobra Kai 2, Rising Dojo. I haven't played it yet. I picked up The Sinking City, which is, like, it's kind of like a Lovecraftian mystery game. I haven't played that yet. I picked up Lost in Ruins, which is, like, a 2D um, kind of, like... Mega Man style game or like a Castlevania kind of game. I haven't played it yet, but it's a game I've been wanting to play for a long time. It was on sale, so I finally picked it up. And then lastly, I picked up a uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation Code Fairy. That's a hell of a title. And I started playing that one. It's basically there's like it's like a visual novel, half visual novel, half like third person mech action game. So like when you're not fighting, you're you're contr- you have this all female group who represent uh they're fighting for Xeon, which is like the quote bad guys end quote in Mobile Suit Gundam. So it's an all female unit who are not like evil or whatever, but the side they fight for is quote evil end quote, and they're basically just doing like missions, like op- like military missions, right? But like you fight using the Zaku's, which are like the big like bulky mobile suits. 
And you can like switch out like our weapons and parts for like different upgrades and stuff. And then you go out there and it's like, oh, defend this thing from like the enemies and they'll send like enemies and you gotta like go out there and like shoot them down. Or you can use like your axe to like melee them. So it's a third person action mech fighter game. And then the other half is like a visual novel like story kind of game. So it's really cool. I'm about a third of the way through the game because it's divided into chapters. There's like 15 chapters. I'm on chapter four. Okay, I did the math wrong. I'm like a little less than a third of the way. So I'm enjoying that. It's kind of hard, a little bit hard. Uh, I had to repeat some of the missions more than once, but it's cool. It's an interesting game. It was on sale for 25 bucks. Usually it's full price at 50. It came out last year. So that's like November of 2021. So I finally picked it up because it was on sale and I've really been to Gundam this past year. So yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. I That was the last thing I played. That was like four days ago. I was like, I'm not going to play anything else until I get back. And then tomorrow's the start of the new year. And I'm probably going to play something new to start the year with. So that's where we're at, Johnny. That's where we're at. Okay, I figured out what I was actually playing. The game that I thought was terrible was actually Biomutant. Oh, okay. I haven't played it yet. It is. Is it a buddy? I that was think, a cat. Uh, I don't know what it is because there's a little section when you begin. <coughs> it says create your character. Oh, okay. And then it's got like four options that you could choose. Mm. And I think you could choose like from a fox and then a bunny. So they're You're like, right. a little different. You are right. But when you go into the create a character, they look hideous, dude. Mm. It's not cute or anything like that. The models look terrible. Um again models textures everything looks awful and the gameplay feels very uh cumbersome okay doesn't feel fluid doesn't feel i've fast. heard i've heard that about the gameplay the gameplay is kind of like hit or miss depending you, on who you, you are you dodged the bullet because you said this is a game you actually skipped and then it turned up on gameplay i was gonna buy it and then i was like never mind and then it showed up anyways well it got terrible reviews i heard it's kind of depending on like hit or miss yeah so it's on plus if you have plus check this out but personally, I just don't like this game. And the other one I do like, which I, I don't know if I spoke about it last week, but this is a Mass Effect Trilogy. I don't know if I did, did I? No, I don't think you did. Okay. But so, yeah, it's the, it's the what do you call it? The whatever edition? Legendary edition? Thing? Legendary edition, yeah. yeah. So I started... I started the first one and I was like, it's been long enough, right? It's been- like, me, like our friend Miko, he said he just started playing the first one again too. Yeah, I was like, it's been long enough. It's been, what, like 13 years, more than that, since I've played the first one, right? Wow. Yeah. So I'm 360, got- right? On your brother's 360? Yeah. 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 Th- that's the thing. I played it on the 360 and then I played part two and then part three oh, on, PS3. on the PS. But I didn't have a the old file to transfer over. Right. 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 And I don't know if a uh, part one was exclusive for some time on three sixty. It was. It was exclusive yeah. on three sixty for a certain amount of years. Yeah. So I was irritated because I I played part two and I played part three and I got everything perfect. I saved everybody. It was a perfect run through, except in part one you have the option to save. I think their name is Caden and then Ashley. I remember, yeah, Caden is the d- human dude and Ashley's a human girl, right? Yeah, but yeah. if you don't have a save file, by default, they just kill Ashley. So uh, that, that that's one of my biggest gripes with the series. Like, like why don't my you gris- just let me Like, pick? I couldn't save her. Yeah, like, <laughs> in part two, why don't you just let me pick if I want Ashley or Caden? Why do you just have but to But for story them? purposes, she just automatically dies, is what you're saying. But you yeah, but you could have saved her, so why not just give me the option in part two? She didn't want to be saved, Johnny. Don't save her. She didn't want to be saved. Yeah. 
All right. You don't like my reference there? <laughs> no, that was a great reference. Uh, okay. It seemed, it seemed like it fit, like, timing-wise. All, so. right. <laughs> All right. So so then I was like, ah, fuck this part one shit because it felt too samey it felt like i feel like i remember all of this thing i, I remember where to go and the mechanics aren't that great like they weren't updated like part three right you know what's funny is i think i like i like the way the guns work in the first one or the second one what it's weird because i hate reloading doing everything in the, in the second game in the first one i think it's just until it overheats right i think part two also has a stamina system oh no part one has it part one. Oh, yeah didn't they revamp the stuff for part one too so it's more in line with yeah, two and three it doesn't feel like it that's what I heard. Aesthetically, it looks serviceable. No, no, no. I mean, gameplay wise. Nah. Oh, okay. I thought I heard they. I thought I heard they did something to one to make it seem like it fit more with the other two. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no way. And then the um. Does it feel? Does it feel like? Does it feel archaic when you play like that? Like, has it aged well or no? Like gameplay nah, wise, not really. It's serviceable. It's fine. Like are the power? Like the mind power? What we call it. If like... if you've never played the series, it's totally worth it. Absolutely. Okay. Except. I, since I played it, I'm like, no, nah, this I'm not fucking with this. And there's like little things that are okay. I'm going through the level, right? And then I see one of the Geth, and mm-hmm. I have a sniper, and I shoot the Geth, but like the bullet doesn't travel that far. It's like I'm shooting him in his damn. Though. I know I'm shooting him in his damn face, and he's just on the other side of like the bridge of the balcony, uh-huh. and I'm blasting his ass, and he just won't go down, and then he. I get a little bit closer and then he shoots me and then I'm fucking dead. Uh. So it's like, I don't know if it's like draw distance for game mechanics or what it is. Well, that's weird though because it should work both ways then. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But there's times where I, I'm just I'm just fucking destroying somebody and they're just not going down, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not making contact for some reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a little puzzles. Puzzles are annoying. So whatever. I skipped part one. I was like, man, Ashley's going to fucking die anyways. I don't care. So I went to part two. And then what happened with part two is, again, it just feels a little bit too sammy. And what's the point if my playthrough for two and three, which is perfect, I'm just going to repeat the same old shit just with better aesthetics, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's a remaster. It's not even a remake. Right. The only reason I wanted to play part two and part three is because I finally get a chance to play all that DLC that I missed. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, the best DLC it's I... Something Den or whatever it was. Something Tower or... Whatever it is. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. The... I don't know if it was the best. It's biased. But the only DLC I got for Part 2 was uh, playing with Kasumi and the Shadow Broker. Shadow Broker. That's what I was thinking. That's the name of the DLC. Yeah. So you you get Kasumi as a partner, and then you go to the Shadow Broker. She's the one where you can't you can't see her face, but you see like little twinkly eyes. You can right? see her face. She has like little twinkly like lights for eyes. No, you can see her face. Who am I thinking of then? You're thinking of uh, the uh, the other alien. No, I know you're thinking of Tali, right? No, I'm, Tali. Talking, no, I'm not talking about Tali. There's like one where like her eyes are shrouded. Like you can see the lower half of her mouth. Is it Kasumi? The one where you see like lower half of her mouth. But then her eyes are like a little twinkly. It's like... not that bad. Is that who we're thinking of then or no? I, that, that is who you're thinking of. But uh-huh. but her veil is like a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. But you can see her face. But it's like darkened. It's right? pretty dark. Yeah. It's pretty dark, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to get back into it just to get to that DLC. I don't know if that DLC is worth it. I heard one of them is is good. But I don't know if that DLC is going to kick in like midway through the game. So. Oh, I see. You don't know when you get to actually... I get when to I play access it, it yeah. yeah. So okay. probably not worth it for me. 
I like games that have you the option where like the DLC is like a separate entry where like you can choose it from the main menu or something. And you can just like import whatever you have or whatever. Or if you're not high enough level, they just like auto generate a party for you who is like at the right level. Auto generate a party. Yeah, there's some games that do that. Like um one of the Assassin's Creed or one of the Final Fantasy games, one of them has like an optional like DLC dungeon thing. Mm-hmm. And then if you're if you're not strong enough, like it'll come, it'll like just create characters who are at the right enough level for you to do okay. it. Okay. So you don't have to like go through the entire game all over again just to get to it. Yeah. I think uh, there's a couple games that do that actually. Like they're like the longer games though, where like it's like okay, you want to get to the DLC, like we'll just you just you know, here's your party, just do it kind of thing. So yeah. Uh, Johnny, we're about to. Do you have anything else to say? No, that's just our most anticipated games. Slash wrapped. what we've been playing. Oh, wrapped. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, let's move on. I, I thought we were going to do this longer, but um, it's the toll of today and this past week are starting to affect me. So What, were, what else are you trying to do? I was, well, we're just going to do the, I want to do the 20 questions. I thought we were going to have time for the uh, name that game, but I forgot to come up with the questions. What? Although... I could, through the magic of podcast technology, come up with questions. I'm down if you want to pause it. All right. Let's do the 20 question ones first. That one's more fun for me. All right. All right. Do you want me to do it or you want to do it? Uh, I don't know how fun this is for the audience. It's fun for me. Yeah. But you do one and then I'll do one next week. Okay. Or we'll do two next week. All right. Let me think of a game. Okay. And I got it now. Is it exclusive to PlayStation? No. Did we play? Oh man, fuck! I hate that you can't like give yes me no. one direct answer. Yes Damn. or no? All right. Is this? Uh, I need to write this down so I can keep track. Is this a real character? No. <laughs> this is an Akinator, dude. Akinator sucked. <laughs> Akinator is fucking terrible. I All just right. need to put notches. Okay. Is this a male? Yes. Is this fantasy? I would say technically no. Is this a sh- shooter? No. Does this character... Wait. I'm talking about the game. You should be asking questions about the game, not the character. Yeah, I'm trying to zone, uh, hone in the other way. Is there gore in this game? Yes. Hmm. I'm totally lost, to say you know. <laughs> this looks like fun. You're on si- that, you already asked six questions. Shit. It's not that bad. Out of 20, you're still kind of... You're, you're, you're fine. All right, all right. Is this a game that we both like? I don't know if that answer question counts. I would say no, but for me. For you? Yeah. Because you said both like. You gave me more than I needed. It Maybe. was supposed to be yes, yes and no. Maybe. Is this co- is this a comic book? Mm, I don't think so, no. Pretty sure no. Does this involve dinosaurs? No. Is this a Disney property? No. Mm. Does this take place in the city? Yes. Is this a scary game? Yes. Does this game have a remake? Yes. Wait. Is this technically yes or? Yes, it has a remake. Definitively has a remake. Yes, it has a remake. All right. Does this game have. How do I say this? Are the numbered remakes below. Shit, no. (laughs) That's a pointless question. Okay. Does this game have Jill in it? No. Does this game have Leon in it? No. What? Fuck, I'm lost again. Yeah, five more questions to ask. 
All right. It's okay. It's, oh, damn. That's all the games, though. Then you that cut remakes. They're all remakes. At least four of them have to have a Joe or a Leon. Wait, Joe, Leon. Why not? Okay, it's a scary game. Joe, Leon. Okay. Um, is this game called Resident Evil? No. Is this game called Silent Hill? Yes. Is this game Silent Hill One? No. Fuck. That was a total waste. <laughs> you have two more questions to ask. Okay. That doesn't make sense, though. And I will tell you why it doesn't make sense after this. You said it's Silent Hill, but you said there's a remake. But we don't have any remakes made of Silent Hill. And they're all mostly rumors. There's Silent Hill. There's Silent Hill 2. I don't recall if there's a Silent Hill 3. But there's no remake of Silent Hill 2. It's Silent Hill 2. Yeah. All right. When the fuck did we get a remake for that? It comes out like this year. Or soon. For part two? It got announced. Yeah, it did get announced. The Silent Hill Showcase. You're right. Shit. You forgot that already? Oh my God. You asked me, is there a remake for this game? I'm like, yeah. I didn't, say, list. I didn't say it came out already. You just said, is there a remake of this game? I'm like, well, yeah. There is. That's why I was like, mm. and that's why you say, why are you hesitating? Like, is there no? I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah, there is a remake. It's just not out yet. Was that one or two questions left? You had one more question to ask after that. Shit. So you just barely got it under the wire. You're like, but like, it has to be Resident Evil. I'm like, I never said it. It was only re- there's other horror games out there besides Resident Evil. Well, I could have gone with a title crisis. And I'm pretty sure you played Silent Hill too, right? I'm not sure. I thought you did. I'm I played. Pretty, I played a little sure, bit of it. I'm pretty sure I did. Like, I, I played a little bit of it. I was waiting for more specific questions, like is there nurses or is there a pyramid or you know things like that, but. No, but I was wasting questions. Like I said, uh, is there a Jill? Is there a Chris? And I'm just like, no, no, Leon, no. <laughs> like, you should have just asked, is it a Resident Evil game before all that? That would have saved you. A Resident Evil what? Because you, you eventually asked, is there Resident Evil in the title? You asked me that. That should have been a question you asked earlier. So you don't have to waste it on the names of the people. No, but I was still trying to figure out the genre. Oh. Uh, you said, is it a horror? Or you said, is it scary? I put, yeah. Yeah, uh, but before I asked you, was it fantasy? And I was like, Fuck. no, not really. I mean, Silent Hill's paranormal. It's not, it's not fantasy. Yeah. So, good job on the list, Johnny. All right, let me see real quick. And, all right, Johnny, through the magic of podcast technology, are you ready for Name That Game? I am not. What? Because I want to do the 20 questions. Oh. It's just too fun, so I have to do one. You on threw it. me off. Okay, okay. I have the item. Okay, my bad. Okay, so Johnny's not... He's foregoing the game. Instead, he wants me to think of a specific item. No, no, no. I thought about the item. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go for it. Is it a weapon? No. All right. Um, is it beneficial to the player? Yes. Is the game that it first appears in from before 2000? Yeah. Is this item edible by real world standards or by the game's logic is it edible no i thought you had it already it's okay you said it's not a weapon right right i forgot it. okay it's not a weapon you can't consume it is it something the character player wears no okay um 
Is this from a Nintendo exclusive IP? No. Okay. Okay, I need to write these down for myself too now. <laughs> forgetting what I'm asking. All right, so let me. Okay. Yeah, you've been keeping track of what I've been asking or no? Uh, just the number. I mean, it's in my head. Okay, so okay, so you don't eat it. Don't eat. Not a weapon. And you don't wear it. Don't wear. And from a game before 2000, right? Correct. Predates 2000. We'll just put that. Predates 2000. And not Nintendo exclusive, right? Correct. Not Nintendo exclusive. Okay, good. Let me keep track here. All right. Oh, man. I hope I actually know what this is. You've asked six questions. Oh, shoot. I only have five. Okay. I don't know what the other question I asked then was. Okay. Um, Let me see what fits all this criteria. Hmm. Is it tangible? Is it something that can be touched within the game? Yes. Okay. So it's not like a map or like a radar or something. Okay. Is this something your character loses upon dying? Ask another question. Oh, man. Okay. Is this item also sentient? Does it have like features that's alive? No. Okay. Not sentient. So it's not Aku Aku or Uka Uka or whatever. Not sentient. It's not a mushroom. Because you can't eat it. It's not a weapon, so it's not a gun or a boomerang or a fireball or a fire plant. And it's not alive, so it can't be a it can't be one of the Mario power ups that are like have the eyes like they're alive or something. This is a tough one. Oh, hold on. Um, <laughs> I think I well we'll see if we figure it out. Is it a sphere or a ball? No. Oh, so it's not. A po- <laughs> it's not a pokeball then. You were so confident. Not spherical or round. Okay, not spherical or a ball. I thought it was gonna be a pokeball. Like it fits all these criteria. Not spherical, not a Pokeball. Okay. Does this item appear in any of the Super Smash Brothers games? No. Oh, damn. Okay, that limits a lot of stuff. Well, I'm glad to ask that. You're in disarray. Not Smash related. I feel like you're free falling now. I, I do. How many questions have I asked? Ten. Ten? Okay, so I'm halfway. Wow. Okay. Uh, It's not a weapon. You don't need it. You don't wear it. It's tangible, so you can touch it. It's not alive. It's not in Smash Brothers at all. It's not Nintendo exclusive. It's before 2000. It's not spherical Pokeball. Yeah, predates 2000. I have that. Uh, okay, does it serve a healing function? Yes. Okay, heals. Is this item a plant? No. So it's not a green herb. Not a plant. Wow. You don't eat, okay, because technically a herb, you don't eat a herb. You actually apply it to your wounds. And I thought like it might be like you can touch it. It's not sentient. It's not Nintendo related. It's not a weapon. It's not round. Oh man, I'm gonna be kicking my head over this one once I figure it out. Because I, I think so too. I don't know what else could fit here that doesn't like trigger one of these like if it's one of these criteria. I'm, <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking it's like a barrel from Donkey Kong, but I don't think that makes sense. Cause that, cause that does show up in Smash Brothers, so it can't be the barrel. Is this from an RPG? No, not from RPG. This is so much harder than guessing the game, cause it's like even more. It's even more like precise. It's even like it's a niche within a niche now. Is this from a game series or a standalone like one-off game? Yes or no? Okay, is this from a series of games? Yes. 
Okay, so it is from a series. So it's not just some random one-off game. See the little drop on your forehead. Is it a vehicle? No. Oh, no. It's a healing item. Ah, damn. Okay. Oh, what a waste. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Is it like Metal Slug related? But there's no health items in Metal Slug. They don't heal. It could be the Ghostbusters ambulance. That's a vehicle. But it's not. Wow. This is tough. How many questions do I have left to ask? You have five questions. All right. Let me think of how. I have to be very judicious with how I use these. All right. It's tangible. It's not Nintendo related. It's not alive. It's not Smash. It heals. It's not a plant and you don't eat it. How does it heal without you eating it? What could fit? So is it, it must be magical in nature then if you don't eat it. But it heals you. So it must be something that's like cast at you, thrown at you, you step into. What heals without you eating it? What heals without you eating it? You don't wear it. Must be something that you charges, maybe? Gas, electricity. If it heals without eating, it must be something you must take it in somewhat somehow differently. Is it is it the energy tank from Mega Man? Not Mega, not Energy Tank. It does that? Yeah, it's like an energy tank to heal you in Mega Man. But you don't eat it. It's like kind of like a it's like a like a battery kind of thing. <coughs> Heals you without eating, without wearing. Not it's tangible, you can touch it. It's not alive, it's not a plant. Wow. Uh I'm trying to think of any games that you know that I know that features all these things. You got four left. So in Mario, only healing items are like mushrooms and mushrooms are food an item that's a place it could be a place it's not nintendo related i'm so glad i chose this you don't wear it's not a weapon it's from a series though can you heal in metagear you have rations in metal gear but you eat them and they give you health so it can't be that could it be gradius gradius you don't know you die in one hit so there's no healing in gradius kirby no kirby eats food that's how he heals Resident Evil, you use herbs, but it's not a plant. Metal Slug, you die in one hit, so it can't be anything for Metal Slug that heals. Because of one hit? Yeah, you die in one hit in Metal Slug. Really? Yeah, the human characters, when you run around, you get anything that hits you, you die. What else is Johnny <laughs> playing that I might play? Is it from Bat... Uh, is it from... No, Team NT, pizzas are health, so it can't be pizzas. That is a great hitting item, pizza. That's great. Team NT is a series, but that doesn't fit, because... Yeah. I have four questions, right? Left, I think? Yep. Okay, okay, okay. Come on, Eddie. You're, you're smarter than this. Come on. Let's think, think, think. Let's see. Johnny... How does Johnny think? He thinks of fast-paced action games doesn't like rpg so he's not thinking rpg and what comes before 2000 that's relevant to him does it have to do with a racing game no that is an odd question well you like cars you like gran turismo not racing related so we got three more questions okay this is why i prefer what's a game because an item is even like a niche within a niche it is tough i'll, I'll give you credit like it is Tougher to get. So if you lose this one, what, yeah. it's all right. Okay, it's not the barrel from Donkey Kong. Three questions. These are these are like the wild. These are the Hail Marys right here. 
This doesn't count as a question, but when this is over, am I going to hit myself because of how obvious it was? Yes. Okay, that doesn't count as a question, just so you know. All right. Man, okay, now I'm really thinking. Is this fighting game related? No. Damn it. I really thought it was going to be like Street Fighter or Killer Instinct again. Okay, not fighting game. Well, how? Like, you know they don't take healing items. True, but you can heal through, like, using certain moves and stuff. It's not a plant. You can't eat it. You don't wear it, yet it heals you all the same. So how do you heal without eating? Most games, usually, you do that. This is so hard. It's really not. Okay, I'm, I have I have to narrow down what we have. Okay. With two questions? Is this on PlayStation? Yes. Okay. So that leaves me with just one more question and that to answer. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, what are all the PS1 games before 2000 that have healing that don't require you to eat or wear? There are not plants, not vehicles, and it's from a series, not a one-off game. Do you want a lifeline? It's half a lifeline. How? What kind of half? What kind of lifeline is it? Are you gonna like narrow it down somehow, or are you gonna does the lifeline give me an extra question or two, or what? I don't know if I want to give you a lifeline because explain the nature. How does a lifeline work? I can give you. That's kind of that's just giving it away. The syllables. Part of me just wants me to just guess something stupid so I can get the answer already. This isn't a lifeline, but I'll just give you a little clue. You're very fucking close. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, ink ribbons don't heal, though. It can't be an ink ribbon. It does everything else but heal, so it can't be an ink ribbon. They do almost all the rest of this but heal, so it can't be that. So it must be... Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> well, you got to guess one more. <coughs> uh, Where's that Jeopardy music? No. Come on. You got one more. How do you heal without eating, consuming? It's not ink ribbons. I don't understand. You didn't get this one. It has to be. You had this in the first three questions. A band-aid? Is it a band-aid? Band-aids heal. You don't. Oh, but you do wear them. Oh, crap. Band-Aids heal. Most games, Band-Aid is like like a med kit. It's like a med kit, right? They don't heal. Band-Aids? Is that your final answer? Yeah, it, it's going to have to be. Band-Aid. Yeah. Incorrect. Okay, I give up. What was it? Aid spray. Aid spray? Not a weapon. Don't wear. Do you technically wear Aid mm, I guess. I. Mm, okay, you spray. Uh, That's reaching. Not spherical. Predates, not Nintendo. Tangible, okay, you can touch it. Not sentient, not Smash related. Heels, not a plant. Not from RPG. It's from a series. Not Nintendo. Yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah, eight spray does fit. Wow. All right. It was right there in front of me. <laughs> I really am kicking myself. That was kind of obvious. Why didn't I? You said Resident Evil. You said the healing herb. Yeah, you're... it was right there. I got hung up on it being not like something that touches you because you don't wear it. So I didn't think I thought it was something like you absorb through like sunlight or osmosis or something. Like okay, you got me. That was hard. I mean, I should have got it. I should have got it, but yeah. Okay, you got me, Johnny. Now it's time for me to get you. Okay. Ready, Johnny? Now for name that game. 
play the theme music in my head. Sorry. All right, we got a series of five questions for you, Johnny. Five questions on the board. First one. <clears throat> and you do have, a, I, I will give you a lifeline you can actually use, unlike you. I will give you a lifeline where you, one question, you can go ahead and eliminate half of the wrong answers. Okay? Number one. In the Metal Gear Solid series, Solid and Liquid Snake have a brother named what? Is it A, Venom, B, Punished, C, Naked, or D, Solidus? These are all snakes. So Venom Snake, Punished Snake, Naked Snake, Solidus Snake. Which one is their brother? The answer is Naked. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is incorrect, Johnny. Wait, say them again. No. Say them again. Venom, Punished, Naked, Solidus. And we're talking about Solid Snake has a brother? Solid and Liquid. There's a third brother. Oh, shit. Well, I lost that one. You already answered. The answer was D, Solidus. Solidus Snake. He's the president, George Sears. He's the one with the technicals coming out the front. I know who he is. Solidus Snake. I don't know who they were brothers, though. All three of them are brothers. They're all the sons of Big Boss. All three of them. Now, do you know what Solidus means? Solidus means... I don't know. It's another term for a gas state. So you have solid, liquid. Gas snake doesn't really work. It sounds goofy. But Solidus, which means the same thing, does work. Solidus is another word for gas. It's another term for gas. That is one of the most epic fights in the series. Solidus snake. So you already got that one wrong. Should have used the lifeline on that one. All right, number two, drawing number two. Horizon Forbidden West was overshadowed by Elden Ring's release. Which 2017 game released too close to Zero Dawn that also stole its thunder? A, Cuphead. B, Super Mario Odyssey. C, Resident Evil 7. Or D, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Legend of Zelda. Is that your final answer? Correct, yes. That is correct, yeah. I think they came out like within like a few weeks of each other. Mm-hmm. And everyone forgot about Zero Dawn and they just focused on Breath of the Wild. And same thing happened with Elden Ring and Forbidden West. Good. You got that one correct, Johnny. Number three. In the Metal Slug series, what is the actual titular Metal Slug? A, a character name. B, a weapon pickup. C, a tank. Or D, an enemy. That's a good question. Do you have a good answer? So if you're not sure, you should probably start eliminating the obviously wrong answers. I'm just going to go with the tank. How many, lifelines? How many lifelines do I have? You get one. I'm going to go with the tank. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct. The tank right. you use is the metal slug. That's what it's called. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, it can't be just some bullet or something. No. Nah, and it can't be like, it can't be like a shotgun show or something, because it's that's like a fucking sleeve. It's not. Well, a slug is a shotgun round, but yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But it's metal, but it's technically not metal except for the base, the primary. Yeah. 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 Good. That's right. Metal slug is the actual tank that you jump into. Good. Right. Not bad, Johnny. Not too bad. You're two for three. Two for three. Number four in Horizon Forbidden West. Which AI core is associated with human knowledge and human history? Is it A Minerva? B, Apollo, C, Hephaestus, or D, Hades? Damn. Human knowledge? And history. So we got Hephaestus, we got Hades, we got Apollo. And Minerva. Mm, Hephaestus. 
Is that your final answer, Johnny? Yes. That is incorrect, Johnny. Hephaestus is the forge responsible for creating like more machines. Mm. Apollo. Well, that was going to be my primary choice because I was like, why would we name the, the shit that we launched Apollo unless we're trying to discover some shit, right? Apollo is the AI core in charge of human knowledge and history. <sighs> Oof. Two for four, Johnny. Half and half. Let's see if we can make it three out of five. Last one. I didn't even finish writing this down, but I, rem- <laughs> I wrote down the answers and not the question. Which of these is not a character in Elden Ring? A, the Dunginger. B, Star Scourge Radon. B, Star Scream. I'm sorry. C, Star Scream or D, Malekith. Which of these is not in Elden Ring? Why would you Ring? give me this game knowing I despise Elden Ring? Because maybe you can still figure it out. Lifeline. All right, I'll take off half of the wrong answers. Okay. So now it's Dung Eater or Starscream? Starscream. That is correct. There's no Starscream. Starscream is from Transformers. Exactly. Very good. Good job, Johnny. So you're three out of five. Not too bad. Not. Too, I mean, it's not great, but yeah. it's more than half right. So we'll give you that. All right. What did you think about that, Johnny? Was that too hard for you? The last one. The last one was hard for you? Yeah. Mm. For sure. All right, Johnny. That's pretty much all we have time for today. We're almost at three hours. <laughs> so I think it's time for us to wrap this up. Before we say goodnight to everybody for and goodbye to 2022, is there anything you want to say? No. Damn it. Happy New Year. I knew you were, you were going to have nothing for us. All right, guys. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have made it this far, we, of course, thank you so much. We appreciate your listenership as always. This has been a pretty good year for growth. We've got lots of growth. We're looking forward, hopefully, to expanding that even further going to 2023. Um, as always, you can reach us if you need to or if you want to. Uh, you want to comment. You want to, I don't know, talk crap to Johnny about missing some of those questions. Maybe you have suggestions, concerns, questions. I don't know. You can reach us at DualSensePodcast at Yahoo.com. Again, that's DualSensePodcast at Yahoo.com. You can also reach us at our Twitter, DualSensep. That's all one word, D-U-O-S-E-N-S-E-P, DualSensep at Twitter. That's going to be it for us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So we will see you next year, which is a week from when we record this. So peace.